Welcome to the third installment of our Shocktober series. On tonight's episode, we cover everything we've watched from the 14th to the 20th. <laughs> Everybody, welcome to the third installment of Shocktoberfest. I'm uh, Maddie. I'm Kyle, and we have a special guest here today, as we had for the past two installments. Yeah, he's no longer that special. He's yeah. kind of old moldy by now. But, I meant uh, special isn't like <laughs> special. <laughs> Adam Bentley. Hey guys, already going there, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's morning. I got like a, a mug full of coffee. We got our mug full of coffee, and Kyle's got a bowel full of poop, so we can poop all over your favorite movies if you want. That's right, folks. The Halloween hipster has returned. I'm here to shit on all the films that you love and praise all the films that you hate, because that's how I roll. He's got his flannel on. He's got his toque on. He's got his like horn rim glasses, and he's ready to. And my, uh, uh, I'm twirling my mustache right mustache. now. And uh, yeah, yeah. Thanks for joining us once again, Adam. I'm glad that uh, this is the first. Out of all of our Shocktobers that we've actually had someone that has competed from the beginning to the Well, we'll see, as long as Adam makes it to the end. Because Dan had made it close, but he fucked off the last episode or two. Because I think it was like flurries that day. Yeah, I think so. And he, he cried that it was a blizzard. So, uh, And he's not here, so we, we tend to we like to rip on him when he's not <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, Hey, save, save some of your, your shit for the movies that you're about to talk. Yeah. Like, don't, don't, don't shit all but over he, Dan. I, I just want to bring up Dan's name, because there's a rumor that he may make a return once or on twice the last day. before the uh, Shocktober has come to Dan. I'd love to hear his... I, I like hearing what he what movies yeah. he watched and it's yeah, funny you like shitting all over them too. oh exactly <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah I, I guess anything exciting or should we just jump into it or I'm, I'm okay to jump in yeah I'm ready actually have you guys ever been to this thing called the uh, Waterford Pumpkin Fest no. no it is fucking awesome man they have this giant pyramid it's probably about like 40 feet high of just like carved pumpkins. I've seen this uh, pictures it, of this It's before. one of the coolest things I've seen in a while. Like, I really like Waterford. so dope. Yeah, it's a cool town. And this town did it up like every house had crazy decorations. Nice. It felt like a small town America. Like, I kind of want to go trick-or-treating there because I assume like I probably wouldn't get like full bars. If I had kids, I would take them to Waterford for sure. <laughs> <laughs> that I was just, awesome. Uh, do you think any of us could get away with trick-or-treating or do you think they'd have none of it? I, there was no way they'd have any of it. Like right? if you put on a mask and they couldn't see your face, you could just be a really tall kid. I assume if you like were surrounded by like little kids who are around, like say the age of ten, they just think yeah. they maybe had the gross bird. You kind of have the uh, you know the physique of a thirteen-year-old yeah. girl, so. of a young woman, yeah, yeah, yeah of a young <laughs> of a spry twelve-year-old. I'd say. Going back to, I, I remember when I had the the long hair. Every you'd get checked out by a dude, and then they you turn around, they'd be like, "Whoa!" <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, no, I, I was thinking about that. And it's like, oh man, you watch all these like old shows, and they're going trick or treating. It's like I, I want that, man. You want to go back to trick or treating? I want some of that, but uh, yeah, I, I know unfortunately it can't happen. I mean, I get to take my kids. It's it's close. Uh, let me ask you guys a question. But, when was the last year you guys went trick or treating? Well, again, last year. Oh, like by myself. Yeah, like well, the last year that you guys like, all right, this is it. I want to say it was pretty late. Go. I want it. Was it grade 
Nine or like I want to. I want to say I think I did a grade nine. I yeah. think it, and I think that year there was a couple houses like weren't you too old and that was on and I was like oh, I guess fuck it I got to stop doing this. Anymore. I did it in grade nine and I'm pretty sure I ran into a girl in high school handing out candy was in my class like yeah you're way too old I'm like yeah right. <laughs> yeah that'd be embarrassing. It was uh, Bay remember Bay. Yeah, yeah. It was her. She's like, yeah, you're a bit too old for doing this. Like, yeah, you're, you're probably That's kind right. of embarrassing. <laughs> I, didn't, I, I kind of got away with it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it's unfortunate. Um, anyways, let's let's jump in. Oh, sorry, did you have any more? No, no, that's okay. for me. Let's jump into it because uh, I have a feeling it's going to be a long show. I've watched a shitload of stuff this oh, week. Oh, my. I'm, so far, I think Maddie has a nice lead on us. I think me and Adam are pretty close. But I'm hoping this week I'm going to kind of get a nice little lead on Adam and and get closer to Maddie. Close that gap. I know Maddie will then, Maddie gets to the point where you'll do like, you're behind, then you'll do like two, three, four movies a day every day for like the last week or something. I usually like slack off the last week because I usually get up to like, Christmas is a busy time for me. So like the last week of October gets a bit ramped up. So. And I, I kind of like I drink a lot too during that. Yeah, week, I was gonna so. say you're a popular guy, so yeah. you'll get invited to parties. I'm a bit of a loser, <laughs> yeah. so I'm, I'm hoping that that's gonna work in my favor, where I'm just gonna stay home on a Saturday night and watch movies while you're out uh, drinking and and get that lead above you. We'll, we'll see. But uh, anyways, let's start off with the 14th. Okay, so I, I did a lot of episodes. I guess this would have been a Sunday. Um, mm. So I was trying to find stuff to watch with her son. So I started off with SpongeBob SquarePants Season 1 Scaredy Pants from 1991. Nice. Uh, I think I've talked about this episode before, but it's a lot of fun. Where um, 1991. That's yeah, insane, this is right? Season 1. So wow. that show lasted a while, too. I'm surprised. Like I, When I think of SpongeBob, I think that probably came out in like 2000, 2003. Yeah. Yeah. So it was so after. Yeah, I, I never grew up with SpongeBob. Yeah. I don't have any affinity to it. Like I've probably seen two or three episodes and they were probably the Halloween and Christmas yeah. ones. But yeah, I've seen this one before because it's on one of the Halloween discs we have and uh, it's it's a lot of fun. Uh, SpongeBob is sick. Everyone scares him. He's known so as like the scaredy. if it came out in 91, we would have been like eight, right? Yeah. We would have been into SpongeBob, right? Wouldn't uh, we I wasn't. It I seems know. like uh, something that we would be into because what did Rugrats come 99 out? it says it started, Kyle. Where did I get this 1991 from then? Yeah, like th- that didn't seem right. That seemed very wrong. Jesus. You're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I'd like to welcome that in. my new co-host to the <laughs> Movie City Maniacs, Adam Valley. Oh, That's staying in. Okay. And all, all of us shitting on you. This is comedy gold here. He lose cred right away, so no matter what he says. Okay, so uh, these guys have corrected me. It yeah. is uh, 1999. The important thing is is that uh, we <laughs> that called I, you that you guys were right. I was wrong. <laughs> you. Yeah. I apologize that my SpongeBob knowledge <laughs> yeah. is not up to par. Um, but yeah, no, this is a show that I did not grow up with. I've only seen uh, a couple episodes. Anyways, are you guys fucking done embarrassing <laughs> yeah, yeah, me here? Yeah, I think so. In front of my SpongeBob audience. <laughs> I have a huge fan base that is also uh, SpongeBob, SpongeBob fans. Um, but yeah, so SpongeBob is sick of everyone scaring him. He's known as like the scaredy cat of the town. He decides he's going to create a, a scary costume and get revenge. He goes as a ghost, which is not that scary, but I guess there's this whole mythology of the Flying Dutchman, uh, a ghost pirate. And um, anyways, you get the ghost, the Flying Dutchman coming in there later on. Um, and he's voiced by uh, Brian Doyle Murray, Bill Murray's oh, awesome. brother, which is kind of fun. And then you get a little shock ending, which is kind of gross. How uh, Sponge, what SpongeBob looks like underneath his costume? Because I guess he puts on the costume, and the kids are like laughing. That's not scary because he's still a square ghost. Yeah. So to get himself to be a round ghost, he has to do um, some cutting. Yeah. Uh, anyways, it's it's a it's a fun episode. Again, I don't know that much about this cartoon, but I enjoyed it. Seven pumpkins out of ten for me. Nice. I followed it up with. Do you guys remember the show Dinosaurs? The Jim Henson. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Where they're on suits. I haven't watched it. 
in probably since I was a kid. Mm. Uh, I remember enjoying it. Actually, that's kind of unrelated, but the only time I ever stole something from a store was dinosaur stickers for this. Do you remember they had sticker books in the 80s? Oh, you yeah, would collect yeah, stickers yeah, yeah, yeah. and try to like, yeah. and sometimes they'd, they'd be too... cheesy? Like so yeah, I was like, I think my mom one time, like there's an open package and she's like, oh, you can, they're just going to probably toss it out or something. And then, so then I sat there and I'm like, well, if, there, if there's an open package, they're going to toss out, which she probably shouldn't have said anyways. Yeah. But <laughs> I was like, open them. Like, oh, it's it's already open. I guess I'll have to keep that. <laughs> and then I did it for like 20 packs and I got caught. <laughs> so I never, ever stole, stole again. again. I, I did it once. And only once got caught. I was terrible. The criminal at it. mastermind <laughs> that you were, not the mama. Yeah. No, yeah. But um, anyways, I haven't um, really touched the show since then. Because of your shame. Yeah, it kind of held this. Uh, I'm not even joking. It kind of like reminded me of like me being an evil, terrible person at the time. Which I mean, I don't know. Nothing. <laughs> anyways, I haven't watched it since then. This is from season three, 1992, called Little Boy Boo. Um, it's barely Halloween, but it kind of is. Uh, Robbie, who's the teen boy, has to watch the uh, baby, which I don't think they have a name. I think they just call him the baby. baby? And uh, yeah, he pulls a prank on Robbie, so Robbie gets revenge. He's going to tell him a scary story about the were-man, which it's pretty much a take on the werewolf, but instead you get bit by a human and slowly become a human. And then there's the, the, the finale is kind of fun. It kind of leads into the origins of trick-or-treating because this takes place on the 31st and then the ending leads into... So it, it is Halloween-related, but uh, I'm going to give it six pumpkins out of ten. I don't have too cool. much to say, but it's an okay show. I mean, it's one of yeah. the shows I don't think I could sit and watch a couple episodes It might in be a row, hard, but... I'm sure it's the same thing over and over again, just him saying, not the... What's, what's not his? the mama. Not the yeah. mama. Yeah, like, as a kid, that was kind of in the same uh, category as Roseanne. Like, ah, I guess I'm going to watch this. This guy, anytime he has an opportunity, he's shitting Roseanne. <laughs> uh, but... Uh, Any oh, bad show, yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, that kind of reminds me of uh, yeah, Roseanne. So, <laughs> I, I went to a bar last night. Like, speaking of bars, doesn't Roseanne suck? Like, oh, you got me, motherfucker. The guy's going to watch the Halloween episodes and he's going to do a 180, yeah. and I just want to be there when quite, you... Uh... It's quite possible. But the final episode of Dinosaurs is amazing it's okay. basically the end of the world yeah they're, they're like hmm. are we gonna die mama like maybe wow. <laughs> yeah yeah it's really bleak uh but it's it's amazingly mm-hmm. well written huh well the suits and everything still hold up well like i think it looks great it has it a really cool look, look to it the acting like the voices work and everything is great the voice the baby is the same dude that does elmo right like he didn't oh yeah yeah it is yeah 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 exactly exact same yeah. Voice. i did find too I, I got a kick out of like i don't know he did some things that reminded me of our son when he's being a little shit disturber <laughs> like our youngest son so that kind of made me laugh it was relatable humor so anyways let's move on from dinosaurs we're spending too much time on it and i also watched elf season two some enchanted evening from 1987 awesome. uh uh, this is one where the Tanners are going to have a Halloween party, but Elf decides he changes all the invites to make it a costume Halloween party, which why would you have a Halloween party not in costume? Yeah, it's weird. But anyways, just so well, he You know can... how Willie Tanner is, man. Yeah. He's so by the books. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but he changes it just so he can come out and mingle and get away with it because everyone thinks he's a costume. He, of course, is the star of the party, and he uses this to um, help. He uses popularity to help Willie get a promotion he uh, deserves. Um, it, it's standard elf fare, nothing spectacular. I'm going to give it six pumpkins out of ten as well. Okay. Um, it was okay, but it wasn't... I was excited about watching this, actually. It wasn't that Halloween-related. Yeah. I mean, everyone's in caution, but it doesn't... Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah. Cool. What'd you guys watch? I actually watched After Midnight, the uh, trilogy, uh, anthology, that takes place... Uh, it's from um, 1989, and it's this gentleman who is... Um, telling people about psychology and he's like we're going to study fear so I'm going to tell you a bunch of scary stories or he loads a gun 
and he does like the Russian roulette with one of the kids, and he actually like it's clearly a fake gun and whatnot. He set up as a prank, but the one guy is so scared he pees himself. He's like, "Ooh, he doesn't like that." So he gets in trouble, and he's like, "All right, I can't teach this class the way I want to anymore, but." If you want to learn more, come to my house. So they all go to his like house, and he tells all these different stories of people being scared. It wasn't the best. Have you seen this? <laughs> yeah, I, I remember enjoying it enough. But yeah, it's it's one of the lesser anthologies. Like yeah. it's like any anthology. Some stories were hit. Some I like the wraparound and... a bit better than I liked any of the stories. All the stories were kind of forgettable. Not gonna lie. There's one with like killer dogs or something, isn't it? Yeah, like a homeless dogs that go around killing these valley girls. I forget and... what the other stories were. Oh. That good, eh? Yeah, it, completely forgettable. Oh, the one is like the uh, they go to this old abandoned mansion and they're gonna throw a surprise party, but the girl's like, "We're gonna get him really good. We're gonna sound like it's haunted." When he kind of goes, "We're gonna say right. surprise," and it ends poorly for everybody. And yeah, that, the other one I kind of forget, but the wraparound I thought was kind of cool because it, it kind of ends really weird. Apparently, like the, the pop, third story is uh, someone stalking someone uh, working the answering service. Oh, that's right. I remember that one being okay. Yeah, it was like, again, like more right. of a thriller yeah. than horror. But. but the ending I thought was kind of cool. The wraparound I thought was yeah, Isn't there the something with like thing. a skeleton? Some it, it, it ends insane. You think you know where it's going. This kind of just goes uh, past a point where you think it's going to go, which I right. thought was kind of dope. Anyways, I got to give it maybe 5.5 pumpkins. Cool. Uh, on October 14th, I started with the final, as of now, Brooklyn Nine-Nine oh, Halloween shit. Heist episode. Um, you got all five in this year. I got right? all five in, yeah. So. I may be uh, talking about all these myself later oh, on. Shit. Oh, to shit on them. Yeah. No, <laughs> No, you got, I, I felt bad uh, shitting on them last time, so I'm like, I, I should really rewatch these again and see if uh, how, this, if my opinion has changed. This but, one uh, is, is probably the least Halloween, yeah. but maybe one of the best episodes. Did it, you get teary? I didn't get teary, <laughs> didn't but, uh, the, but it, it is a you know kind of a Emotional, elaborate uh, proposal episode. Yeah, yeah unfortunately, like I, I've only I'm still watching. I'm only on season two, going through mm-hmm. this show, so a lot of shit's got spoiled for me watching these Halloween I episodes. Think that's but whatever, okay, yeah. yeah. I think in a sitcom, none of this shit yeah. matters. I mean, I don't care who's dating who. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, but I, I'll give this one an eight. Eight pumpkins. Wow. I, I just. I you dig lo- the characters, I like right? The, and I love the episodes. Yeah. Like, I love the, the, the concept behind Is that, was that Chelsea back in this one, or no? Yeah. 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 Nice. I'll let the uh, Halloween hipster share his thoughts in a little bit on those. <laughs> <laughs> Loading up that. Hey, Kyle, put down that burrito. You have enough. <laughs> uh, I watched um, that night again. I was watching stuff with her son, uh, Mr. Boogity from 1986. Oh, this nice. is the Disney Sunday movie classic. Or not really a classic because it's kind of been forgotten. Um, have you guys seen Mr. Boogity? No, I haven't. No, ages. Oh, man, you guys need to get on this. Uh, boogity, boogity, boogity. <laughs> uh, it's, 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 I don't know, I've always it's had a... Like, that's how you used to like, pick up girls at like, <laughs> bars. <laughs> Is that where you got that from? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, no, it's, it's very it's fun. It is only 45 minutes, so it barely counts as a movie, but I guess... I think it is. A, it was part of the, their Sunday TV movie of the week. So this is you cheating. That's, well, I, that's I, what I was about to say. Because I watched the uh, episode one of Hill House. That was an hour. Yeah. And that doesn't count as a movie. That counts as half a movie. But it's a TV series, right? Yeah. Like it's yeah, it's no, ongoing. I get it. I'm just saying there's like, there's like a weird... This time. is like a single... You're playing the time game is what you're doing. This is a single... Like this is... I looked it up in uh, I guess the Academy. I think they it has to be over... An hour and twenty, which makes no sense because then none of the Universal monster movies mm. would actually be movies. But then I think the 
some other the AGFA one of those other ones yeah. says as long as it's 40 minutes so but I would I don't know this aired as a Sunday movie of the week that's why I would consider it a movie I don't uh, know. well if it comes down to it you know like uh, your yeah. victory is tainted yeah so you know. sure <laughs> but I don't know I, I consider like if it's an ongoing series and yeah. it's a series I mean if there was like 20 hey, listen, if, you got, if you gotta win like this you gotta win like this right <laughs> I'm not here to anyways um, it's a fun movie a family moves into a haunted house uh, the son is played by um, it's a young David Faustino from Married awesome. with Children. The daughter is a young Christy Swanson from Holy Buffy Holy. the Vampire Slayer. Uh, John Aston is in there, the original Gomez. He plays like the, he works at, I guess, the curator at the uh, Historical Society. He's there to like devolve into the origins of Boogity. Uh, it's really fun though. The dad works at a, a, a place called Gag City. So it oh, has like awesome. a lot of like cheesy gags throughout, whether it's like rubber eggs, squirting water, like Groucho glasses, all that kind of humor stuff you'd see in an old you know the back of an yeah. old comic book x-ray glasses and stuff like that uh, yeah it's a lot of fun it's one of those ladies films that has like it has do you remember in the 80s when they'd kind of use that glowing green effect you'd see in a lot of movies Evil green right it, it still holds up like it doesn't look cheesy like i think if they had cg it would not hold up as well surprisingly like it, it doesn't feel like a, a bad yeah. effect um but anyways mr booty looks kind of cool she describes him as someone with a grilled cheese face but he's pretty much a pilgrim with a cloak and everything he shoots mm-hmm. out electricity he's got this cool laughter which they use throughout but i think it really works just because again all the like the fun gags there's mm-hmm. um there's like moving furniture because the the dad works at a, the gag shop he has like this prop of mommy and it comes alive and does this little dance this little jig um, they see light coming from the room and they go to investigate and there's like these green footprints up the wall and okay. you can like pull them off I have seen this movie okay as a kid yeah yeah. it's a movie a lot of people probably saw as a kid but then it kind of got lost like you probably read it on VHS at one I remember point. the green footprints yeah and he peels them off and he's like oh this is great and he's sticking them on his body which is kind of fun but um, yeah it's a film that was like I always remembered as a kid and I, I I could never find it because it never it didn't get a DVD release until like last year and you can only get it through Disney reward programs so you pretty much have to join their Columbia yeah. House like program to get on DVD which I pretty much this is yeah. one of the main reasons I joined because it also has a sequel Bride of Boogity on it which is really good but I'll talk about it on another episode but uh, yeah it's just it's a lot of fun for a family film and it kind of has some scary elements but it's not too bad the whole origin story is kind of dark though like I guess in the Pilgrim days he was in love with this woman who I don't think they ever explain what happened to her husband but she has a child he's in love with her she's not interested and he accidentally burns the house down and and kills all three of them huh I actually I remember being scared of this as a kid I probably saw it when I was six or seven yeah. or something like that. I always get mixed up with this one and Bride of Boogity because, again, I usually watch them at the same time. There, there's side. elements I remember from Bride of Boogity that I always think happened in this. But, but again, and the cool thing is, again, it, it's short, so it, it never overstays its welcome. It's, it's got a fun little finale at the end there with them sucking him up with the vacuum and all this stuff. So some and spoilers. You, and unless you watch more movies, too. Yeah. But anyways, uh, yeah, I'm actually uh, doing a little segment on Anthony's TV terror uh, nice. about this because uh, I bugged him to finally cover it. So if you guys want to hear more of my thoughts, uh, I think it's, it's episode 74 or something like that. Cool. So yeah, I'll nice. be I'll be uh, making a, a guest appearance on that show. Uh, if you haven't checked out TV terror, do it because it's, awesome. it's awesome. It's good for finding out all these like movies and TV shows yeah. that you either haven't seen or completely forgotten about. But anyways, my score for Boogity, I'm going to give it seven pumpkins out of ten. Uh, yeah. It's a lot of fun. Awesome. And um, you can do worse for family films. Mm-hmm. I watched, I uh, went back and rewatched Oculus. Okay. You were, like, you were really uh, saying, oh, this is a great movie. You got to check it out. Yeah, I like it. I, I gave it like a 
good watch, and I found it really fell apart in the last half hour, man. Oh. Like I thought the premise was cool. The I was just about to rewatch were this. Cool. Like forty five <laughs> minutes in, I'm like, hey, maybe I was wrong about this. this is awesome. Yeah. Then like the last forty five minutes, like okay, this is getting a bit silly now. I like um, uh, it's like a mindfuck film. Yeah, again, I don't know. I found like it was. Um, a bit too convoluted for my liking, and a bit too silly. So this is your first rewatch, yeah. And and how many times have you watched it? I think I've only seen it once. Yeah. So I, I'd be in, interested if we we should all. I'm going to try to watch this again. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I'll get to it, but yeah, should, but, I, have, but I have a huge catalog that I want to get through this. The month. first gonna... 45 minutes, I really dug because like the origin of it. She's telling all these stories of like pets going crazy, and the past like what happened when they were kids was kind of cool like but they're telling the story at the same time and it's happening during the same timeline See, I like it it's, that's why I like it it's like it confuses with times. you and you don't know exactly the place mm. with time you don't know what's real or what's yeah. not like, yeah. I liked all that that was actually an element when I saw it at first I liked I, I, I it got really that's what I was about to say at the end there it, I remember just like he's lost the kind of focus that yeah. is, is needed for this It now. got convoluted very quickly. So I got to give it 5.5. Yeah, I know. I know. Jesus, that's not even like a pass. Yeah. I, th- I, I think I was pretty close to, it, to that. You guys are I? crazy. Mike Flanagan's the I'll, man. I'll find out. Well, I'm going to give him lots of praise this week, so yeah. don't worry about that. I might have a bowel full for him, actually. You might have a what? A bowel full for him. Well, to, sh- to shit on him. Really? Yeah. All those movies are good, man. You don't like Hush? I, I do, actually. I like Michael Flanagan. But I, the first two episodes of Hill House, I don't know. <laughs> so there's going to be you and Adam are going to get some fisticuffs. Okay, let me jump in with some more episodes I watched. Uh, Third Rock from the Sun, Season 3, Scaredy Dick from 1997. Maddie talked about this last week. I never watched a show. I'm watching this. I'm glad I didn't because this is a terrible, <laughs> terrible show. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I have no idea. This is awful. It's, it's definitely a product of its time. Just like dinosaurs, there's no way this could fly now. I think I would rather watch the whole complete series yeah. of dinosaurs than this. But um, I do like Joseph Gordon-Levitt. He's in there. I like... Um, John Lithgow? John Lithgow. He's in there. Anyways, this episode, he's afraid to have his annual physical. It also takes place in... I will give it this. The Halloween is, is somewhat... like It's it's there. There's a Halloween party going on. Um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt and his, I, I guess, his sister. I think so. Uh, that The tall blonde girl, they are... Um, they're pretty much watching uh, their friend's house on Halloween to hand out candy, make sure it doesn't get egged. But I guess they're aliens, so they don't understand Halloween. They just put all the candy out front, and it gets stolen right away. Yeah. So their house getting egged, and that's them trying to like um, find the culprit and and whatnot. And then on top of it, uh, Harry and Dick uh, hear a ghost in their walls. I thought that was kind of fun. Um, that was okay. Um, yeah, this show it's not for me though. The humor and like. Oh, uh, I'm going to give it five pumpkins out of ten just because at least it did have Halloween elements, so I'll give it that. But I watched two episodes that you just talked about, kind of. Uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, I felt bad shitting on it uh, last episode. And again, I, I do like the show. I just didn't find these great Halloween episodes, and I, I kind of stand by that. Uh, I will say, I, I went through them all, so I'll talk about them all throughout this episode. But the first two, I will give at least two kind of have Halloween they're the most Halloween. Yeah. But even Halloween in these two, it's kind of an afterthought. Like, I think the one in the first episode, so um, season one, Halloween from 2013, at least uh, Boyle is in costume as uh, some cook. With, who's yeah, he? Mario Pacelli. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I like Boyle. He's probably my favorite yeah. of the series. Uh, but yeah, anyways, it is a, it's a fun concept. I think they're fun episodes. I just don't think they're good Halloween episodes. But uh, as you mentioned, they he makes a bet with Holt that he can steal his 
Rose Medal of Valor without getting caught before the night's out. Um, yeah, there's... But the Halloween, I mean, you have some drunks on the street in costume. Boyle's trying to show Amy the yep, spirit of Halloween, Halloween, but again, that doesn't, there's not really much to that, what you would hope. Um, but it's a fun episode, <laughs> nonetheless. I mean, I like the whole heist concept. I just think you could take out Halloween and just do an annual heist episode, and it, you would not lose anything, I don't think. But I'm going to give it a seven pumpkins out of ten. I also watched season two, Halloween two from 2014. Uh, same thing, this time he's trying to steal the watch off his wrist. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm going to give this one six and a half pumpkins out of ten. Again, Halloween's kind of there. But and sadly, like you said, these are the most Halloween. That's why when you guys like say these are like your Halloween recommendations, it's like they're fun episodes, but they're not. You don't like, <laughs> like it? I think when it got to the, when I'll get to it, but when I get to the later ones, like I felt like, why am I watching this in October? Like this, I feel like I'm cheating the watching la- this. The last one. Other I than put- the title, like there's nothing Halloween in the, in the last two, actually. Uh, the second last one kind of has like a... Halloween. Uh, I think he dresses as yeah. a magician for like one second. Yeah, there's like a little bit of a cool, but the the last and the last one has the kind of the la- I think it's the last one has the almost like sawy with G- oh Gina. yeah with the uh, the mask on yeah no yeah, kind of yeah but I don't know I, I did feel like like I don't know I, I felt wrong watching these in October and counting them but I'm gonna count them because yeah. they have Halloween in the title but yeah they're, they're again I I like the show it's fun I, I definitely don't like it as much as you guys do but uh, all the characters are. They all have their own kind of interesting thing going on, mm. which is uh, which is good for a sitcom. I think kind of important, and I do love the the whole heist concept. Mm. Um, yeah, as if you just want to take as episodes, maybe you can add a point five. But I think as Halloween episodes, I got to take off a point five. <laughs> uh, what else did you guys That's watch on the fourteenth? So I watched Apostle. Oh shit! Which I think is the, my favorite film I've watched. This. I watched this on the fifteenth, so we can talk about this. Yeah, I also watched this later on, so yeah, well, maybe let's I should get just into it. talk yeah. about it now, too. Yeah, just, like, right from the get-go, the atmosphere, the... The idea of going to this island that's run by this cult yes. is such a interesting premise. It's a religious cult, but their god isn't... It's they're, not like the they're basic, Catholic... Yeah, they're, yeah. they're basically worshipping this woman yeah that the harvest god or I something. guess it's pretty much Mother Earth and what they're worshiping yeah. it, it, it definitely feels like a pagan yeah. sort of mm-hmm. uh, yeah. wor- worshiping community but even before you're on the island you kind of there's just like something the unsettling sense of dread and, yeah. like that when he's going across the boat and, oh yeah and the and goat he's, falls um, out uh, setting up people like, come on, brother. I don't. Rec- I don't recognize you from the prayer meetings, brother. Like, ah, oh, I don't recognize you from the like. Yeah, everyone's trying to get figure out who belongs there and who doesn't, and they're they're unsure. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I thought the acting throughout is who, fantastic. What's the guy? It's the guy from the guest, but who, what's his name? Dan Stevens. Yeah. Dan Stevens. Okay. Who I, yeah, I he is good in this. He's great in this. He, you can tell he's like. Not well, and you're not, you're not quite sure. Is he just like a drug addict? Is he? Yeah, he's a, he's on op- opium. Uh, oh, yeah, he's constantly like taking that pill. So the uh, the drops, right? I think that's is it opium? It's like a poison, or it could be um, the same thing that they take in Winchester. The guy takes in Winchester, mm-hmm. uh, which I'm going to talk about later. No. Oh. Uh, <laughs> um, anyways, the movie just has this great slow burn quality at the at the those first opening scenes yeah. when he gets to the island but there's there's so much great things happening in the background there's a lot of cool imagery mm-hmm. even when he's walking around it, town it looks amazing and it has this great sense of just building this dread and you're actually on this island you're scared you're on this island but things are happening constantly mm-hmm. that you don't know where it's going to go. Well, this is my favorite type of film it where it's like toes, it's almost man. like not a call, but it's like one man yeah. against a town, right? Because if yeah. he gets figured out, he's fucked. You know, and yeah. I always like these kind of films because 
nothing scarier than like yeah. you know any you make one wrong mistake and you're, you're dead done. and even people in the cult are kind of scared of like the cult as well right like everyone's kind of watching out for themselves it, it was an interesting like I, I thought like a combination of like a wicker man's type story yeah. with also like the religious wicker man like Nick Cage wicker man yeah, yeah Nick, Nick Cage wicker man and this almost like silence the Scorsese movie yeah. that came out a few years ago where I haven't seen that I want to see that um, there's this kind of like foreboding well, doesn't that, religious uh, specter that ho- hangs over everything. Isn't that the same story that Silence is based on? Isn't that the same thing that um, the lead character goes through? Because he has a flashback and that was the same stuff, right? Very, he goes very to, similar, yes. Was, where does he go to? Viet- he's in he's in Korea? Japan. Oh, Japan. And, and, and he's in... Ch- ch- uh, the, yeah. Dan Stevens' character, you find out, went to China as a missionary and then basically... Didn't sees, go well for him. It doesn't go well, yeah. Um, and also, once it starts going... It's like mm-hmm. some crazy, weird action. Well, the vi- the violence in this is like, oh, I, I, it's very awesome. raw and it's awesome and grisly and scary. Like this is not fun violence. This is it like is old torture awesome. devices and like, uh, it, it's it. Some of it like there's one scene. I don't want to spoil it, but like even for me who's seen a lot, it was tough to watch. Yeah. I was like, holy shit, I was cringing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I I agree with you guys. I, I think it like everything, the acting, everything was fantastic. The the foreboding Even the, atmosphere and the... I don't want to give anything away, but there's this character that you have no idea where he came from, but he is a presence near the end, and you're, he looks so badass, right? Yeah. I know a lot of people apparently had um, problems with all the mm-hmm. side characters and side plots, but I, I didn't mind any of that. Oh, I whatsoever. Thought it, I thought it was... I think without having that, you wouldn't get some of the mm-hmm. important No, you, you don't. I don't around. think you see the whole scope yeah. of what they're doing on the island, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. I'll also say I really dug the ending of this a lot it's the opposite of the normal like nihilistic nothingness mm-hmm. that you sometimes get after something like uh, yeah something like this it, it is so violent and so dark for a, a period like there, mm-hmm. there's hope mm-hmm. at the end of this movie We're but it kind of li- it ends i don't know spying on a downer as well though right kind of but they kind of th- set up like where it could go i guess there with the, the the look the uh i don't want to say the look one of the guys gives the lead he kind of looks at it and winks like we're at it again yeah. Yeah. he has that well I want you <laughs> but yeah I, I, I again I don't want to spoil it but like Ritual this year as well which I, I might have enjoyed more but they both have two of the cooler monster creatures yeah. I've seen all year and I won't say any more than that like mm-hmm. the design and just the idea like I thought all that was great um, but I don't want to spoil what it is what's yeah. really going on in this yeah, there's, on this island there, yeah there's something claustrophobic about the movie there's oh, something yeah. um, just instantly unique about the locale and the time period it, it's, um, it, it was a, who was that guy that was it? Wesley Snipes from Thirty Rock? Sheen, Michael Sheen. He He's was in, so, so good, good in this. as the prophet. Yeah, so good in this. I don't know. You guys are talking about Wesley Snipes, like Passenger Fifty Seven. No, did you black. watch uh, Thirty Rock? Uh, I did. Yeah, he was like he was dating uh, uh, Liz, Liz Lemon. Lemon. Oh, I don't He's like remember Wesley that. Snipes. Think about it. You wouldn't think about it like a black vampire. You would think of like an English banker, <laughs> like oh. me, Wesley Snipes. <laughs> okay, yeah, I don't remember that at all. But all right. um, yeah, I I don't think it's a perfect film. Though I, it felt a little long for me. I don't know what they could have cut out, but I, I did feel like I don't know. I felt kind of drained, and it was dragging a bit by the end. I, I don't know. Like I feel like you could have maybe cut out twenty minutes of him sneaking around at some point. 
But that, that, that'll kill the slow burn at the beginning. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I don't know. For me, I just it did feel a little long. That's all I'll say. Right. I didn't... Uh, it's about like two hours, right? It that's is two hours. Just yeah. over two hours. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know if you guys... I, I, I could give it... I'm thinking like 8.5 because yeah. I've been thinking about this a lot. A lot. All week, I've been thinking about this. This is also an 8.5 pumpkin yeah. out of 10 for me. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know if it had quite the same impact on me, but I did really enjoy it. I'm going to still give it 8 pumpkins yeah. out of 10. No, it, it's, all, all around. Yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely like when it comes to top 10 horror of the year, mm-hmm. it's probably not going to be my favorite, but uh, I would be really surprised if it didn't make the top 10. Yeah, I, mean, I would be surprised if it make top 10 horror Right, for me. Right now, it's the... Nothing uh, is there's nothing been... topping it. Um, mm-hmm. So... I don't even know if there's anything close. The Nun? You didn't... Uh, didn't. <laughs> I haven't seen The Nun yet, but... Is that it for the 14th? No, or? I also okay. watched the uh, Tales from the Dark Side, uh, The New Man, which is, I think, the worst episode... Is this is still season one, right? You're season on? yeah. one. Is it about the uh, postal worker who lives in the building of Seinfeld? <laughs> no. Oh. No, not that one. <laughs> you guys and your fucking obscure jokes. Um, it, <laughs> Newman. Yeah, Newman. Oh, okay. I thought um, it was like some... <laughs> Oh man! Uh, this, Come on, buddy. <laughs> this is the worst one I've seen. It's basically a guy that was an alcoholic. He's now working at this real estate. He's doing really well until this boy comes and says he's this is his father, and he's going. I don't know who you are, and his whole life falls apart. And then it basically replays later at the end, and it's like, what the fuck is the point yeah. of this? This this means nothing. You've shown me nothing with this. Um, it's. 4.5 pumpkins. Oh, that, that bad, eh? Yeah, I don't remember enjoying season one that much, but I, I want to go back and watch There are it some good ones. There are probably some gems and probably some duds. Yeah. Yeah. Probably some but mediocres. Maybe like two or three a bunch, gems. A bunch of mediocres so far. Yeah. That stinks. Cool. Um, I guess, so are we moving on to the 15th? Thing, yeah. yeah. That was a big day for us. So I, I started um, October 15th. With The Haunting of Hill House. Oh, nice. Mike Flanagan, who we talked again, has made a 10-part series that um, takes place in both the past, what you would think... Shirley Jackson. Shirley Jackson is the inspiration, her her, Mm. her story. It's more of like a sequel, right? Or is it like a remake? No, it's it's just a reinterpretation uh, of what what she... Because this is the people like after they've escaped the house, no? So... It's split into two. You then and now. You said yeah, then and oh, now, okay. and it keeps going back. And, and forth. there's like always in betweens. It's telling this like sprawling story of these uh, five kids throughout their their life. lives and their parents. Yeah. Uh, you get more into them as the series goes on too. So basically, um, this family moves into this giant manor. They're looking to flip the house, refurbish it, but instantly, even in night one, something is going wrong. The two little kids are being haunted right out of the gate, mm-hmm. and honestly, from the second this starts, it just it's got me. Really? Yeah. I I found I have done the first two episodes, and I have the characters are drawing me in. I'll give it that, but I'm not sensing any dread. I'm not sensing any atmosphere. Oh, just, just just. I've heard you got to get over the first two. Come the third, I think is the, when I think the first up. two are probably the most like just setting the mm-hmm. stage a lot. That being said, there's a lot of cool shit that are going on. Even in the first episode, there's probably like six ghosts that are in the background that you can barely see. Yeah. That are hiding there like a white face through a railing or something. Like there's all these like Flanagan has put so much goddamn detail into this. It's unbelievable. It's one thing you got to check out. Like I haven't really noticed any of this. Yeah, like... you, you you have to be paying close attention yeah. to everything that's 
uh, kind of, and uh, honestly, the first one I saw it, and I was like, this is super cool. I love the house. Yeah. Um, the story with the eldest son in the mm-hmm. present time is maybe the least effective yeah. of all of them for me. Like the family drama is a little bit ham-fisted at the beginning, but they're setting all of that up so you know where this is going. You know okay. what the characters are doing. Um, I'm going to give the first one 7.5 pumpkins Oh, out of wow. 10, but... I don't like this as much as you. <laughs> um, this is... I'll, I'll just go out and say that this is one of the best, I think, horror series I've ever seen. Oh, wow. In my huh. opinion. Yeah. Like, uh, by the end, it's like, there's two episodes in the middle that maybe some of the best television I've seen all year. Sorry, did you finish the show already? Well, I finished okay. it last okay. night, so I'll, I'll talk about more yeah. okay. in the end, but I'll, I'll just give my You just watched the first two? I watched the first two on this day. I'm going to give both 7.5. I think they're probably the weakest two entries okay. uh, in the series. There's a little bit too much like origin, mm-hmm. but honestly, when you're in that house, pay attention. Everything is setting up, and there's always like, who, who is that? person Mm -hmm. or what's that face or what's that hand yeah they're always from day one being haunted they're not setting it like it 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 does increase the hauntings and what they're feeling but it happens the second they move into that house okay i'll I'll, I'll I'll keep an eye out for the background Uh, yeah i need to watch this but i'm gonna probably wait until november just because i I, I got too many movies yeah i'm running out of time and i I got a lot that i want to get through so i don't want to add like a 10 hour 10 hour uh yeah that would pretty much take up my whole yeah it's just about nine and a half yeah. Okay. Okay. So you, you can do it, do it then. then. Yeah, yeah. That's like uh, ten boogie mans you can watch that time. <laughs> I wasn't planning. I was planning on just like chipping yeah. through this, and then both me and my wife were like, got into it. I eh? just got into it. Once we hit the next night, it was like, we we why are we going to bed now? Like, yeah. and then we we stormed through it. So, anyways. I'll talk about it more. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, Matty, what'd you watch? Well, I watched uh, the original Tales from the Crypt from, was that, like, 19... Uh, oh, the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love this movie. Oh, it's incredible. Every story is great, and it yeah. acted perfectly. Dennis Miller's in it? No, no, he's not. That's the one thing. That's why I didn't get 10 out of 10 for me. Right. I actually liked Bordello of Blood, but uh, that's fair. <laughs> that's the Halloween hipster coming out. The only thing I uh, did like was the wraparound, I thought, was a bit, like... Boring. The Crypt Keeper wasn't as uh, the fun oh, guy. Yeah, I was I hoping like he's more like. Oh, yeah, but I think it's more of like. I think. It, why are you here? Kind of deal. I thought it'd be more like. Yeah. I, I think if you're, yeah, if you're yeah. expecting the Crypt Keeper that we know, cracking of, jokes and uh, I think this one this fits puns. more of the film. It's a serious film, yeah, right? and yeah, I think yeah, he yeah, kind yeah, of has yeah. this ominous presence. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's one and of my the favorite. And was kind of silly, but hey, whatever. The wraparound, I didn't care. But every story is great. The Christmas one, the uh, one with the blind guy who's been like, he runs his blind institute like he would run the army. But the guy's like, listen, we're not army guys. We're blind guys. We need a bit more help. And he's like, I don't care. He's running it Well, he runs perfectly. it somewhere like even worse. It's like he in the middle of winter terrible. and he's too cheap to like turn on the heat. Guys are dying. They have like these, and they barely have enough blankets. These thin yeah. blankets. And yeah, they're all like dying it and sick. The and dogs. Uh, whatever he can like do to save blankets. money. Yeah. And then, yeah, he's giving his dog steak and shit. <laughs> they're eating like scraps. Gruel. Yeah, it's awesome, man. And uh, was it Peter Cushing as this old guy who like? Oh, yeah, uh, that's like a tragic tale. It is amazing. even more tragic because you, if you know that his wife like had died right before Recently, he filmed, right? I think right before he filmed it or something. But he wanted to continue doing it, so like that story is even more tragic. Oh, that's heartbreaking, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, I love this movie. I gotta give it eight point five. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah, it's definitely one of the well, higher. Out of the anthologies, it's up there. Like I think one top the five anthologies for me. Yeah. 
Uh, I watched on the 15th one of my favorite Halloween uh, specials episodes of all time, Bob's Burgers, season three, Full Bars from nice. 2012. Again, this is a show that I've, I've never really watched outside of the Halloween episodes, but going back, and I went through the, all the Halloween episodes this year, because before I'd only seen two of them, mm-hmm. and uh, not only is it like up there with the best Halloween shows, it's like Roseanne, Home Improvement, where like every episode focuses on Halloween, but yeah, I, it made me want to watch the rest of the show, but if you don't know the story, um, this is one where the kids are trick-or-treating in their area they're disappointed with the treats they're getting so they decide they're going to go across the the water to an island where the, all the wealthy people live and when they get there they're excited to find that they're handing out full bars there which is incredible I remember as a kid mm. the excitement I would get when you found a house that was giving out full bars um, it was like finding that diamond in the, in the, the rough. rough I guess but um, and then they also learned that after a certain amount of time though the older kids come out and called it and they uh, have something called hell hunt and they hunt you down and steal your candy and they <laughs> fill up balloons with piss and throw it on you so you got it you got to get in and get out pretty much um and uh there's a fun little thing where they're not going to take it the kids are going to get their revenge and then you also have bob and linda who are their parents throughout an adult kind of halloween party sorry not adult isn't like anything kinky just like a bunch of adults and uh the guy hosting it i believe his name is ted uh he has a guinea pig that uh turns up dead and he's it's like a murder mystery as he's trying to find out who killed his guinea pig and you find out that um, Bob, Bob is wearing a fat suit and he sees that there's like orange because he dyed his guinea pig orange on his ass that maybe he did it. Um, anyways, it's a totally fun Halloween episode. Nails the spirit. I, I uh, I'm going to give it eight and a half pumpkins out of Holy ten. Uh, yeah, I, I totally am digging this show. How many How many seasons? I think there's seven on Netflix, yeah. but I think they're up to like nine or something. Like yeah. I didn't get to see the two newest, the Maybe two this, later. This will be something I dive into. Yeah, they're yeah. all on Netflix, so yeah, yeah. check it out. Yeah, the, I think the first, yeah, so I, many. Well, I, either I've talked, I watched all the ones that are on Netflix, did, so did we'll you, know because I watched uh, two yeah. of them on the seventeenth. Uh, so. Sorry, no, yeah, I watched them later on, yeah. so we'll get into them. Cool. I, I did watch an, a movie that night as well called Eyeball from 1975. I don't know if you guys have heard of this. This is like no, it's it's a Jalo film, but it's never been released at least on home media in North America, maybe on VHS, but I know it's never had a DVD release. Um, I've always known it because it has this amazing poster where it's like a woman uh, in lingerie or whatever, and there's like this cloaked skeleton over her, and he's holding her eyes, torn her eyes. It's amazing art. I wanted to see it for so long. Um, It was released on Blu-ray in the UK, but thankfully it's region-free, so I was able to, to grab it. Unfortunately, the movie itself didn't live up to the cover. I don't know if I just wasn't in the mood for a giallo. I mean, a giallo is not yeah. necessarily... It's like about the the mystery as much as it is the kills. Um, pretty much, it's uh, some tourists. Uh, they're are getting knocked off one by one. Um, at one scene, it's raining out and they throw on like the, one of those um, uh, rain jacket kind of things you wear. You know what I mean, the cloaks, yeah. yeah. A red cloak. Anyway, so the killer is wearing that throughout the movie and knocking them off and he's ripping their eyes out when he kills them. Huh. Um, unfortunately, though, because of that, the kills aren't that exciting. It's the same thing. You know he's going to rip their Talking eyes out. Their so eye. uh, you're not getting like Argento-level creative kills here. Um, but the, you know, it kept me. The murder mystery and everything was interesting enough. Again, I, I want to watch this again in the right... I think I feel like I just wasn't in the right mood. I was tired and everything. Yeah. So I'm going I'm to give it six pumpkins out of ten. Jalo movies aren't really good for like not paying attention and being a bit sleepy, aren't yeah, they? It's, yeah, yeah, exactly. There's, there's often a lot of stuff that's kind of like just in the corner of yeah. the screen sometime. Yeah. Or... I, I, I just feel, I don't know, it, it just wasn't like a, you know, it takes place in a summery tourist town, so you're yeah. not getting that Halloween atmosphere that I normally like yeah, in my Halloween, in my October film. So, again, I feel like I need to watch it, so I don't want to be too hard on it. But, um, yeah, it didn't necessarily live up to the amazing poster, but... 
yeah. Did you guys watch anything else on the 15th? That's it for me. I watched another Tales from the Dark Side. Uh, I'll give you a million uh, episode, I believe. I think it's technically episode two because the pilot doesn't count. Yeah, fair enough. Um, it's a cool one. These two old, like, awful millionaires who basically insinuate that they've you know, murdered people to get where <laughs> they are. Uh, and the one says, hey, I've got a proposition. I'll give you a million dollars for your soul. And the other guy's like hesitant to do it, but eventually the guy just keeps goading him, pestering, in, and he sells him. And at the last second, he's he, the guy. The one old man is very sick, and he's thinking, "Oh, I need to buy my soul." And the one old man's like, "I got him. I got him good. I knew he would break, and now I'm gonna make even more money and pay me another million. <laughs> There's a cool twist in it. Uh, it it's a pretty solid uh, episode. The two old guys are are pretty. Uh, are they fun? Despicable and they're fun. Uh, I'm going to give it 6.5 pumpkins. Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, cool. Do you, do, you have all, do you have all the seasons or just season one? Uh, season one and two. Because, yeah, I don't know. Which, there is another actual episode that takes place on Halloween. I don't know what season it's for. That yeah. Tom Savini directed. I don't know if you have a chance I, to I watch I just watched that. another Tom Savini one, but I haven't watched the Halloween. I've got to find out where that is. Yeah. Uh, cool. Uh, I guess we're moving on to the 16th now then? Or? 16th? Um, so on October 16th, I started off with a New Girl episode, their Halloween, their first Halloween episode. It's a lot of fun. It's in a haunted house. We were talking about this. This show is worth checking out, right? Yeah, so this show starts off in this adorable, kind of like, almost grossly... Over-quirky. Over-quirky. And after about, I don't know, three, four, five episodes, I can't remember exactly, mm-hmm. something solidifies place. and everybody gets their characters actually... You know, I think part of it at the beginning is like Damon Wayans is on the show at the for the first episode, mm-hmm. and then he was taken away because Happy Endings got renewed, uh. so he's out. So they bring in another character. He doesn't really get his kind of. Um, I think his character evolves over the first two seasons mm-hmm. to where the point is now, where he's my favorite character, Winston, uh, who becomes this like total weirdo guy. Where at first he's like an ex basketball player like now he's in the house he's playing like the uh uh how do i slightly put this but the uh rough and tumble urban guy yes exactly like the uh, the black nerds yeah and and um anyways by the time season two hits they've really hit their stride i don't think this is one of the better episodes of season two but for halloween content it's awesome so Jess Zoe Deschanel's character is working at a a Halloween a, a haunt a, a haunt basically, yep. and all the characters are there and 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 they're all dressed up. There's a bunch of kind of plot from the the series with relationship things, but the the actual jokes just fly on the show. They're it's just, good, eh? Like they're really into a great rapport with all the characters where things are happening pretty quickly, and they'll have throwaway jokes that don't really connect to the plot, but they're just amazing jokes. Oh. It's not a joke machine like 30 Rock yeah, or something, but, but it's still... They're, they're adding in those those kind of one-offs. Is this a show, like, my, my fiance watched this whole series, I believe, um, and I didn't watch with her. Uh, is this something that I could just watch an episode? Yeah, Just totally. the Halloween episodes and yeah. enjoy? I, the, so the only thing with this one, and this is going to get a little bit, is I feel like it's one of... It's a weaker episode for the plot. Okay. Where the episode is strong, like the Halloween stuff is awesome. So yeah, that's, yeah that might the, be for, more for me. Then. Perfect. But the actual yeah. plot stuff is kind of draggy. Like they're kind of in what's the it, middle. What's it called? I think it might be just called Halloween. Oh, cool. And is this on Netflix Canada? Or? Yes, it is. Okay. Yeah, maybe we'll check like out with Jackie uh, then. Yeah. I'm going to give this uh, seven pumpkins out of ten. Cool. Uh, I think 
my ratings for these are are more about the actual show characters. Ratings. You like the show, right? Uh, and same same with Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah. If I was giving Halloween ratings, that's why I kind of get your ratings. Yeah. They'd be much lower, especially yeah. as they go on. Except that I think the episodes get better. Yeah. Um, but this one, I th- I was just an average New Girl episode. Okay. Why don't you keep on going? Sure. Uh, I I can talk. I watched three more episodes of Honey Hill House. This was okay. This is when it was like. Oh shit! I got it. I'm in. I'm all the way in. Um, so they go through the episodes and basically they focus on one kid at a time. Sorry, I'm, I'm just very disappointed. Maddie didn't do a penis joke in there. <laughs> you must be tired, Maddie. That was totally <laughs> what all in <laughs> amateur hour, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, so the first episode, the third, uh, is what I, I consider the first. Like, oh, they've really got something here, and it's with Theodora. Yeah, who's this kid that's always wearing gloves? Even and she's wearing gloves when she's an adult and when she's a kid. And you get the origin why she's doing oh, okay. that. Okay, and it's really super cool. I found she was really one dimensional in the first two episodes. So you realize, like, I felt the same way. This is uh, played by Kate uh, Segal. Kate Segal, who's uh, Mike Flanagan's wife, who was also in Hush. Uh, she was the lead in Hush. Um, and at first, I was like. There isn't anything to her, and then you realize the coldness is the character, and the depth to that coldness. There's a real reason to it, uh, and uh, yeah, this this episode was great. Okay, I'm, I'm giving it eight pumpkins out of ten. Uh, the next episode revolves around Luke, who's this like super cute kid, but his life unravels. Um, I'm not really giving anything away. Cause yeah, you it's find out right in the get go where he's an addict, uh, but you see kind of how he's an addict and why he's an addict. Um, and another really solid episode. Probably not as good as the previous one. I'm going to give this one 7.5. And the third one I saw, and this is one of the best episodes of TV, it's about Nell, who's the youngest daughter. Nell and Luke are both twins. They have a connection together. So these are great episodes to watch side mm. by side because I think you the emotional depth. This is one of the most tragic and heartbreaking shows yeah. on TV and it it connects a ghost in a way that is so fucking awesome and really multi-dimensional and it's heartbreaking. Um this is 8.5 pumpkins out of 10. Oh, really? This and the next episode are Stick it out is what you're saying. Like I guess to stick it out. Yeah, like I I really liked the first mm-hmm. two episodes so it wasn't yeah. like I was forcing myself to yeah. watch, but oh, man, when this so much of what they've been setting up in the first episodes all comes together in this one, and it's brilliant. Mike Flanagan, him taking on this, you know, basically ten-hour movie, yeah, is one of the most impressive things I've seen from a, a horror director, um, especially with the detail I was talking about. Which yeah. I think at first you can get hooked into the plot devices, but the actual Hill House had just so much. Depth. It it is a character itself. You yeah. always talk about location being a character, but like even the creepy statues that are yeah. everywhere. The doorknobs looked really cool. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you cool. turn me around, buddy. <laughs> uh, I, I watched some episodes in that day myself. I'll, I'll run through uh, two Bob's Burgers. I watched uh, from season four, of Fortnite from 2013. Um, this one was a little bit less Halloweeny, coming off of full bars. I was a little mm. bit disappointed. It was still fun, um, though. but it, it still has quite a bit of Halloween elements. And yeah, I actually found it as as an episode. Like, there's a lot of really good jokes in there. But uh, pretty much, uh, the kids get trapped in a cardboard fort they've created. And Millie, uh, who's voiced by Molly Shannon, is like the annoying. She's obsessed with the. She, the, she was good. 
good too. She's obsessed with the, the one of the kids, uh, Louise, and uh, but Louise eventually calls her off, um, and then so she's the only one that knows her in this fort that's trapped, and she's the only one that can help them out, but. Louise rips yeah. on her about how crazy she is and you know anyways um, it was fun uh, the, the parents uh, Bob and Linda are making a dragon costume for them to horrible results but it's a lot of fun as they're trying to make this why do you work on the tail I'm working on the tail but uh, yeah I, I don't know I, I think these characters are funny like I think um, yeah the, the parents are I, you're awesome you're gonna watch a show on like how yeah that, exactly right? I think the parents are awesome I think Tina's hilarious mm-hmm. um, just her weird awkwardness uh, yeah I'm gonna give it I really seven. like the wife in this show oh yeah she's hilarious yeah well her, her and Tina yeah. I think are the, the stars yeah. but Bob's good too uh, they're all good I don't yeah. know. I'm gonna give it seven and a half pumpkins out of ten I also watched uh, from season five uh, same Bob's Burgers this one's Tina called and Tina Ghost? and the Real Ghost from 2014 I watched this last week um, um, this is an exterminator comes to rid their house of uh, bugs, but he refuses to do it because he says there's a ghost and there's a presence in the basement. And he runs off. They hire some ghost exterminators or whatever and get the ghost mm-hmm. inside a shoebox. And then Louise plays a trick where they're going with a Ouija board and she convinces them that the ghost's name is Jeff. And uh, Tina falls in love with Jeff and has a relationship with this ghost in the shoebox. She becomes a cool girl at school. But, yeah, she becomes a cool girl, but then the actual cool girl at school, the bitchy girl, uh, Tammy, gets jealous of all the attention. So she's like, can I borrow her? And she goes to the bathroom and she's like, calls them all in and she's wrote on the bathroom mirror that I've, I'm leaving you, Tina. I actually love Tammy or something. So yeah. then she can get all the attention. Um, yeah, again, another really fun Halloween episode. It's cool because it, it takes, uh, ends in the uh, morgue, right? Yeah, the, the morgue, mausoleum, mausoleum, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm going to give it That's seven awesome. pumpkins out of ten. Again, they haven't hit the Halloweeniness of the the full bars, but they're still, still they still yeah. again they it it takes place on Halloween and there's still a lot of I mean you're dealing with ghosts and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, yeah, uh, I watched one of my episodes, but why don't you jump in, Maddie? I watched uh, Tales from the Crypt, uh, the ventriloquist dummy. Okay, do you guys remember this episode at all? I I, I, I don't know, think I've seen it's it. It's awesome. It is. Uh, what's his name? Is it Bobcat? Yeah, Bobcat Goldthwait and uh... name a movie. Uh, he was in Casino. I am done. I love this guy. Joe Pesci? No, he's a comedian. <laughs> Don uh, Rickles. Don Rickles. Man, I am... Yeah, Don Rickles is amazing in this as like this cat skills comedian with a ventriloquist dummy. And he's doing like... Ah, ah, ah. I love ventriloquist dummies. So and it's... Uh, Bob Gualtier goes to see him as a kid, but that night, Hooker gets murdered, and I guess he gets blamed for it, but not really. They can't prove it, so he just kind of goes into hiding. And Bob Gualtier is... Um, an up and coming, like expiring. He's older now. He's an expiring fan. And I dummy his act. He's like, ah, come on down. I want to show you how I do it. And so he comes down. He is terrible. And like Don Rickles is like, ah, oh, this. And it turns out uh, another hooker gets murdered, and he does has to figure out who did it. And it turns insane. Yeah, I remember end. the fun twist in this. It is awesome, <laughs> and I loved seeing these two comedic actors play against each other. It was really cool. So yeah, I got to give it eight out of ten pumpkins. Nice, cool. Um, I watched one more episode. It was another Tales from the Dark Side. This one Ooh. is called Painkiller. It's about a man that all of a sudden his back goes out, and a doctor convinces him that it's his wife. The doctor <laughs> was played by uh, Farley Granger, who is most well known for being in Strangers on a Train. Okay, uh, this is thirty years later. Um, he's really great as the doctor. Like, there's just something bit of a quack. You know Burt Lancaster in Field of Dreams? Yeah. Um, he's the old doctor. He's also what? a ghost. Um, uh, and, and basically, it's got that like depth to the character, but you realize like there's something off about this guy mm. the whole time. 
the other thing that's great about Tales from the Dark Side that I don't know how they get, but the hackiness sometimes of the acting or like how amateur it feels, but also right for the show. Like the old man, like they they close up on his face all the time. There's all these close ups on his face, and he just looks so dazed and out of it. It's bizarre. Like nobody would act like this, but it fits so well. Um, it's got an okay twist. Again, like. It is what yeah. it is. So it's probably like six pumpkins out of ten. All right. All right. All right. Uh, I watched one more episode on that day as well. Uh, hey Arnold, season two, Arnold's Halloween from 1987. Again, this is on the Nickelodeon Halloween DVD, which I recommend. Like again, I didn't grow up with these Nickelodeon mm-hmm. cartoons, but I think if you if you want to watch like some kids' cartoons, they the they, they have go. something that's yeah. I, I think their humor is you know it's not just childish there's a lot of stuff inside jokes and stuff in there for for adults but in this one uh arnold and gerald are going to pull the ultimate prank it's kind of like the whole um war of the worlds that orson wells did they're gonna um, fake an alien invasion and of course it all gets blown up and people think there is a real invasion going on there's a newscaster who is doing this like ufo show and he's kind of he's like orson wells slash robert stock kind of a combo of the two i think it's voiced by the guy that did the voice of uh the brain Oh, okay. Um, but he's kind of doing his, his best Orson Welles impression. Yeah, West? But, um, Billy West? I don't know. But yeah, again, not much to say about it, but it was a really fun episode. I'm, I'm digging these. Uh, I'm going to give it seven yeah. pumpkins out of ten. Cool. So speaking of children in a horror settings, I watched a Return of the Living Dead too. I love Return of the Living Dead. It's fucking awesome. Return of the Living Dead too. it didn't have any of the actual... Um, charm of the first one it just went straight for slapstick jokes which i didn't really like the effects are amazing some of the jokes worked very well like there's this one kooky doctor that worked amazing as a drunk alcoholic he just kind of figured he's like are you, these guys are actually dead like are you serious i'm dead serious <laughs> <laughs> so that's the kind of jokes you're getting in this and all the zombies are like talking and like oh don't burn me I just had I have some gas leave me alone okay you win no more brains like they're doing that kind mm. of uh, jokes it didn't really hold up to the uh, charm fun I think horror comedies is like a really hard thing it, to pull it, off it is impossible and to pull uh, off. I, I think Return of the Living Dead the first one does that perfect blend of like Humor, but still keeping yeah. some horror elements. And yeah, I, I remember watching part two long ago and and hating it. But Scream Factory just released on Blu-ray, yeah. so I kind of want to give it another. another do you go. guys have like something that's near the top of your heap for for that for horror, horror? comedy? Shaun of the Dead. That was going to be my. I would say Shaun of the Dead, Evil Dead Two. Yeah, uh, yeah Return of the Living Dead. Uh, I'm sure there's some that we're forgetting. Yeah, even but... like Kevin in the Woods, I'd probably go with. Yeah, Kevin in the Woods. Yeah, Kevin in the Woods is comedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a it is a tough one. It's a hard one to crack, it, right? And sometimes even when people are like, ah, I, I, I'm super into this, and mm-hmm. like, and and if it just doesn't feel the balance for you, like mm-hmm. Tucker Dale, yeah, and, uh, it was it was well done, but again, it didn't really hit the high marks for me. I think the problem is what most forget is they forget that you still have to have some horror elements in there. And I think that's what a lot of them don't do. Like, you know, and then it just becomes a comedy. And a lot of them, too, go to, like, more of the parody route, and then the jokes aren't that funny or they don't yeah. hold up. Like, that Transylvania 6-5000 I watch. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if, if half your jokes are, are not working, then Landing. it's, it's not going to be a good film. Whereas at least if you had some horror elements, you might be like, well, at I least the horror mo- elements Comedy is hard there, enough but, to do. Yeah. But comedy horror is next to impossible to do. Like... There has been so many flubs. I think this is why, for me, horror for so many years was a little bit impenetrable mm-hmm. because it felt like I was mostly seeing mediocre, kind of hacky, 
even when movies. you think about it, like uh, we grew up in the '90s, like most of the most popular movies in the '90s were parodies, right? Like the Scream movies, like that's kind of like a comedy horror in a way, right? And, and I still know what you did last yeah. time. It was supposed to be straight face, but it's it's basically a Scream movie, yeah, without any of the no, like exactly. These were the movies that kind of like set me up. Yeah, they they were all junky, and I I still like more than you guys probably. Um, the genre isn't going to be enough, but I'm. I will say once you see a bunch that are fantastic in the classics. Yeah. Uh, over the last ten years, that I, you know, I've, I've I've seen more and more and more. You can, you get a sense of of what makes it tick. So when you are seeing a lesser one, but maybe it's like a new director or something, kind of, you can enjoy it a lot more. Hmm. Um. Anyways, yeah, horror comedy. Yeah, again, this one did not have any of it, so I got to give it six. And there's kids in it, and one of the main actors is a kid, so you know what you're getting into. I like how you still gave this a higher mark than Oculus. Fuck you, Matty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna watch Oculus. Yeah, yeah, I'm curious what you would think on a second viewing. I'm curious what you would think on a second viewing, too. Yeah, you probably uh, wouldn't would change, still, actually. I you wouldn't I'd change. Enjoy, yeah. I think, like, overall, the, it's it's mostly well-regarded Oculus. Yeah, 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 yeah. Some it just of the did, first didn't work for me, man. I mean, not that that means anything, because mainstream people are lame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Halloween have stopped. Let, let me just adjust my <laughs> toque here. <laughs> okay. Okay, I guess that's it for the 16th. Let's move on to the 17th. Okay, uh, another Bob's Burgers episode. This is season six called Hauntening uh, from 2015. This goes back to them being really Halloween-focused. I really enjoyed this one. Uh, Louise admits that she's never been scared and almost like disappointed that she, you know, you just can't scare her. So her parents set out to change that. They rent like a, an old haunted house and set up this really lame Halloween house for her. But of course, there's a twist. And after being disappointed with that, there's actually real hauntings going on. Or so you think. Um, yeah, I, I had a blast with this one. I mean, I don't need to go into it too much. But I'm going to give this one seven and a half pumpkins out of ten, maybe even eight. But I'm, I'm going to go seven and a half. But again, I, I think this is, show is doing a great job of every year doing a really cool um, Halloween episode. Uh, yeah, what did you watch? I started the day off with the other New Girl episode. It's their other Halloween. It's called Keaton. Uh, I actually enjoyed this one more than, than their actual more Halloweeny, but they're they're ho- uh, hosting a Halloween party. But at the same time, two of the characters can't be in the same room, um, and you find out this great backstory where the one character Schmidt has been his whole life. Um, his mom and then his best friend have pretended to write him letters as Michael Keaton, uh, oh, the that's actor. Amazing, and it's amazing. Sorry, Michael Keaton, yeah. Michael Keaton, oh, okay. Batman, Batman, yeah. and. They haven't been using it because the one guy he says I had too much power over him. I could get Keaton to tell him to do anything, but basically this is a motivator to make him kind of get out of the dumps or when he's depressed. Yeah. Uh, it's a great thing to revolve this whole Halloween party around. Oh, that's awesome. There's a, an amazing payoff. It's hilarious. I'm gonna give it seven point five pumpkins. Oh, that's amazing. So you guys are just talking about. Uh Bob's Burgers, The Hunting. Yeah. I watched that too this day. Nice. It's kind of weird. How fun was that, actually? Oh, it was really fun, yeah. I would say, other than Full Bars, it's very. It's probably my second that's favorite. That's the one that they, ones uh, I've seen. That's one thing I set up the haunted house for the kids, because yeah, one yeah. girl's never been scared. Yeah, yeah, I really thought it was awesome. Yeah. I got to give it 7.5. Yeah, that's what well, I, yeah. Yeah, you gave it yeah. two? Yeah. Cool. Uh, I watched... Uh, 
so I watched The Apostle, which we already just talked mm. about, but I did watch a couple other films. Uh, one of them was Haunters, The Art of the Scare from 2017. This is a documentary on Halloween haunts. Mm. Um, really, really fascinating. Um, it goes over like you know the various people that go all out for their house. Is one guy that used to do practical effects, but the money wasn't there anymore. So now he 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 spends like it's crazy. Like a lot of these guys spend huge budgets of their money. Like he does this all just, and he only opens it up on Halloween night. Doesn't make any money off this. He just that's what he likes doing. Is this a gentleman that like, is this one on Netflix? Yeah. And it goes like different houses or is it just like one haunted haunt? Uh, it goes through various people oh, cool. running it. Um, it's, I've been watching one on screen, um, uh, Shutter that's called Spookers, which is just like one house, which kind of gets a bit uh, boring. No, so. this one yeah. goes over like you see Universal Studios, how they oh, go all okay. out. They show like, I guess one year they did an American Wear from London and like, it sucks I that go, I don't yeah. live anywhere near Universal Studios because their Halloween nights like, look amazing. They right? look like, they actually like get like they have the real sets and like that wolf looks like the wolf from the movie and like I, I've heard even on a podcast they're talking about like they actually put scents out there too so when you go in the text chain some massacre it smells like rotting corpses like oh, if you go amazing. when they did Krampus one year it actually smells like gingerbread cooking and stuff and like it actually feels like you're part of the movie so yeah it sucks that I can't yeah <laughs> it's so far and expensive to get there but one of these days is my goal is to go yeah, at your bucket list yeah to, to go during one of their Halloween haunts but um they also t- talk about there's uh, I guess Charmaine Ayers, this woman, and she's been doing it since she's a kid, but she's like the queen of Halloween haunts. Like, she's been doing it for years. She does all of them, whether it's like the extreme stuff, you know, just the regular Halloween haunt. She does like even like these acting kind of Halloween haunts where you're actually like part of a story. Um, but she's this really cool, like, just happy, joyful woman that just like she just likes doing it and entertaining mm. people. But she talks about like how the abuse she's had where people have like punched Punched her. her. She talks about like she had to, she got like her ribs fucked up and she, and like she's taught, like she's so like she's older now and she is damaged from the, the abuse she's taking during these Halloween hunts because people like, I guess get afraid, afraid and think it's real and probably don't realize that it's a a woman underneath there. But like, yeah, she's had like, was it broken ribs or her leg is still fucked up? Like it's crazy. crazy. But anyways, most of the focus though is on this guy called Ross McCammy who runs McCammy Manor. Have you guys heard of this? No. No. They go a bit into the other extreme Halloween haunts, which are fucked up, and I don't know why people. That's one that they, they put like like uh they put, like inject you with shit. Well, there's no. one that they put a bag and you wake up in a room and they just like they, they you write all like your stuff about your darkest fantasies and they fuck with you like there's you get chased by a naked guy like they like almost like that's you're your you're reliving. <laughs> no, sorry, but I'm saying like darkest, that's a part of yeah. it. Um, but yeah, they they use that kind of thing almost like psychologically torment you as yeah. you're tied up in a room and. But that's not this one. So they go through all those other haunts. This one is called McCandy Manor. I don't know how this is legal. I don't know how it's still open. Mm-hmm. You can find a lot of these clips on YouTube. I didn't watch them, but they show a lot of them throughout this. But pretty much you sign a form saying that they're allowed to do whatever. There's no safe word. This is the only Halloween haunt that doesn't have a safe word. There's no getting out. Like once you're in there, he has you for two, three hours. They fucking torment the fuck out of you. People are screaming, saying, I want out. I'm done. I'm done. He doesn't allow them. He's shoving their head in water, like drowning oh, them, that's putting them in like crazy. a locking them in a in a casket for like an hour and if you're claustrophobic there's no he doesn't stop um, they talk about I guess some and he has like um, teens he gets the, to help him out and I think they do it for free but one of them was like one of their teachers that she didn't like so I guess they have 10 dogs in her house they went to this whole back they had this whole tub of shit and just covered the woman in shit. It shows him train the people, and he's like, if they puke, you pick up that puke, and you shove it back in their mouth, and you let them puke again. Like, there's no stopping. It's just these people tormenting how you. is this legal? It makes no fucking sense. They talk about how the one woman, who's their neighbor, they convinced to do, and she wanted out. She actually lost it at one point, and just lost 
her sense of reality and she's trying to grab the axe off the person to fight her way out of this they're like luckily it's a fake axe but they didn't stop it i think i don't even know i think they said that was the only time they actually stopped it because she was gonna kill people but then they convinced her to do it two two other times but this is like when you see the footage it is fucked up man people are like they just beat the shit out of you and torture you and like I don't know. He's kind of like, it's weird because they show he's like, you know, he's a wedding singer outside of the thing and they show him he's afraid of everything. He, he's getting chased by, he's afraid of snails. And they're like, would you ever do this? He's like, no, I'm not fucking insane. But like, so they kind of try to show this other side, but it's like, I don't know. I'm not buying yeah. it. This guy is insane. Like he's getting off on it. He's taping it. You have to get off on that, I think, to do it. Uh, right? Oh yeah. Like, and I guess they talk about how like the teenagers that were doing it, the one guy was like giving like, trying to hit on the young girls and giving them drugs and alcohol like yeah. underage girls so they, they had to get rid of the teens helping them so then he gets like his former army buddies who are like you know a little a little crazy in the head yeah. like it, it is just it is uh, it, it's tough to watch this but it's like it's so interesting that something like this exists and people like I guess is this the main focus of this movie it, it, it's a chunk of it this McCandy memory and because the one guy's like oh well I guess it's working for me he's making a lot of money it turns out he's not doing it for money he actually loses he spent over like close to a million dollars I guess putting these on he only takes in dog food that he donates so he does it all for free I guess he's doing it to get off on this shit yeah you have it. to um but yeah, like so you go into all that where he's losing money doing this and his wife is a part of it and at some time she kind of like feels, you can see she feels shamed and bad for what they've done to people but at the same time like she's encourages it at times too. I don't know. It, it's worth watching just as like a psychological like who would, that's the thing too. Yeah, he takes in like he has a waiting list of like hundreds. So throughout the year, he does like a Skype interview with you to see if he thinks you can, if you can do it or not. Um, but it, it is fucked up, man. Like yeah. it is, I'm going to give seven pumpkins out of 10. I, I don't, that would be, I, I don't know I, if I, I want to like this. rewatch again, but it's so fascinating. Yeah. I think everyone should watch it. Um, I was hoping they would dive into, cause I know the guy that did the soft films also runs, um, kind of haunt. It's not a Halloween haunt, but it's like, it's like the something game similar. for real. David Fincher's like a ex- game. Escape, escape room or something and like it, that? Well, you sign on and like, it goes on for six months and like, they stalk you at your work. Oh, you wow. get phone calls at 2am. It, it doesn't like, you never know what's real or not. It's literally David Fincher's a the game, game. Well, but crazy. in real life. I was hoping they'd talk about that, but that, um, I guess that was kind of new maybe when this was being filmed, but yeah, it is, uh, what, what a world that people... <laughs> Paid, would want. Yeah, and they and paid. It's like I can understand the, the first couple of people that don't know what they're getting into. You can see all YouTube videos now. You watch, people like watch those YouTube videos and say, "Yeah, I want to go through that." Yeah. It's almost like a badge of honor, I guess, to say that you went through it. But like, I don't. That doesn't seem fun to me, man. I think uh, it's not like scares. It's like this. Like I went this purposely to get through. It. Like I think something was up with them. They feed you too, like dog, like dog. Like, yeah, it is. It's terrible, man. But uh, you guys, uh, yeah, watch it, man. Like, yeah, it's yeah, it's, fascinating. It sounds, it sounds but again, and they do go through all the different. That's what I want to see more, like haunts. the. Uh, the when fun. did the movie come out? Uh, it's 2017, but it is on Netflix Canada. Mm-hmm. So okay, um, that's where I watched yeah, it. Yeah, maybe I'll watch uh, it this week. Yeah, I, I recommend it. It is. Uh, it's Interesting, something, man. Anything, yeah, this okay. this guy, like, just when he's filming it and getting off on it, and like, yeah, it, it's fucked. Anyways, <laughs> what else did you guys watch on the 17th? So I watched two more episodes of the Haunting of Hill House. Oh, nice. Um, so you're on like a six and seven, right? Six and seven right you now. You are plowing through this, man. Every chance we got. Oh, it's awesome. So two storms. And sorry, has your wife been enjoying this as much as you have? Yeah, okay. we were both. Yeah. Is she a Flanagan? Did she like Oculus and Hush? Uh, and... She did not like Oculus. She loves oh. Hush. And what, what's Ouija the, um, too? Gerald's game? And w- really likes Ouija and both of us haven't seen Gerald's game. Okay. I, I, and yeah, she really yeah, liked she Before I Wake and I was okay. yeah. lukewarm. At, so she's at mostly a Flanagan fanboy yeah. minus Oculus. Yeah. Okay. Um, so 
Two Storms may be one of the best technical achievements uh, as okay. an episode. So it's set up with these long shots. Two long shots are, are basically what drive it, and there are these circular cameras that are going around. And at first you're going, oh, this is just for like, just like showing off yeah. a little bit. And then there's a purpose to doing it this way. It's so well done. It is definitely super creepy, but it's still like you now the tragedy is, is set in. You know what it's all kind of about. Things are all falling into place. Things There's still happening. a bunch of things that you don't know. But this and the previous episode were my favorite two episodes of the whole series. I'm going to give this one the 8.5 pumpkin set. Cool. I'm excited to watch this. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're a Flanagan guy, um, I finally feel like he's got the story to to kind of go with his technical kind of brilliance. I think you got to give him credit too because there's a lot of other horror directors I like out there. Ty West, um, mm-hmm. Jim Mickle, uh, who's got this Blue Ruin. Um, oh, uh, uh, Jeremy Sauner? San- yeah. yeah. But I feel like a lot of those guys, I mean, minus it sounds like Sauner's new film isn't, they kind of all have do their like all their films you can kind of tell it's made by the same director but whereas you look at Flanagan it's like yeah. Hush is like a slasher film that's nothing like Oculus which is no, nothing totally. like Gerald's Game nothing like and now he's doing a Supernatural well, I guess Ouija 2 and this this might yeah. kind of be similar but yeah it seems like everything he's doing kind of has and Before You Wake which is nothing really like any of the other films no, either no it's any? a it, again it's kind of supernaturally kind of demon-y yeah. anyways yeah. um it's it's un, unreal. And then the next one is uh, the seventh episode, Eulogy. Uh, again, really great episode. Kind of goes more into the backstory of the father, who's played by Timothy Hutton as the older father and played by Henry Thomas. Henry Thomas. Plays him. And, and you know, it's weird because those two guys are not actually that far away age-wise. But it seems perfect because Henry Thomas seems younger than he is and a little bit more. Well, he, yeah, he kind of yeah. still has that young look to him, boyish look, right? I, it's cool because he kind of disappeared, and then the like the last ten years, like he did like a Masters horror episode. There's a couple other things I saw him in, like yeah, he's made a bit of. A, oh, he's mm. in Gerald's Game actually. Oh, yeah. interesting. He's made a bit of, a, a of career uh, resurgence. Yeah, I like him. He's phenomenal in this, yeah. and and so is Timothy Hutton because Timothy Hutton plays the older, completely broken version yeah. like the younger version is optimistic he's a go-getter he can he thinks he can fix anything the older version thinks he can still fix things but he's actually just shattered like hmm. what happened at hill house is just completely broken him hmm. as a as a man but he's his whole life is just trying to save these kids without letting them know anything yeah of what really kind of Happens. transpired so it, another great episode i'm going to give this one eight Pumpkins. Eight. Cool. Wow. So you're running like an average of eight on most of there, these. Right? It starts like, off like seven point five, and yeah. then eight, seven point five, eight point five, eight point five, eight point. Like yeah. those, those middle ones were like, holy shit! I, like I may be selling them. Sh- I, they may be nines. Nines when I uh, when I do my recap of the year for television. Like, oh. yeah, amazing. So powered through that. I honestly like the next night where we go all see Halloween together. I was kind of like. Fuck! Why am I going to see Halloween? Why I just want to finish this. this is so good. Cool. And you said it's ten episodes total. Ten episodes okay. total. Yeah. Completely different than what you've been watching. I watched the Jeffersons. Uh, moving on up. Moving on up. <laughs> I actually like the Jeffersons. I think that show is amazing. So um, it's uh, now you see me. Now you don't. Part one and two. Uh, there is a um, eclipse or something that's happening on the apartment. So they get the uh, telescope and. Uh, I guess Wheezy is like, no, George is watching this girl work out. It's like, ah, she's a girl working out. Oh, she's doing push-ups. So <laughs> then like, 
and she comes like, what are you looking at there, George? And he does like the, oh, nothing. He pushes the uh, telescope a little bit. She's like, oh, nothing, eh? Then she looks down, and I guess she sees someone getting murdered. Oh, nice. And he's like, oh, there's someone in a bunny suit getting murdered. Like, no, you're just crazy. Maybe you're just tired. You've been drinking. Don't worry about it. So she goes to a party, and then she sees a guy who murdered, and no one believes ah, her. fun. So it actually is great. It's like, the, something, he follows her back to the apartment, and he holds her hostage for a bit, and has all the characters dressed up in Halloween. There's a Halloween ball going on downstairs. So it was a fun episode. Yeah, I, I want to. I need to get through the rest of the yeah. movies on that. I mean, six point five, both of them. They were fun. They were kind of like a conjoined story, and I really like. Uh, and one person is dressed up as Harpo Marx, which I think is a great costume. Yeah. Actually, I was thinking about doing that this year because no one would get it, and you just have like a horn. Imagine, yeah, doing all the Marx Brothers. That'd that would be, be awesome, one. right? Yeah. Cool. Uh, I finished off the night with a little indie horror flick called Three Dead Trick or Treaters from 2016. Oh shit! How was uh, it? This year, I've been. Just yeah. a lot of cool Halloween yeah. movies, um, and yeah, I don't know anything that get that takes place on Halloween. Uh, I'm excited to check out, but mostly it's been disappointment. Um, this one actually is a little bit of a disappointment. Yeah. A pretty big disappointment. I love like like the cover and the trailer and everything looked great, but hey, you got to take these chances. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a Canadian made anthology actually. Like it takes films in I think Waterloo and throughout uh, Ontario. <laughs> But it's an interesting idea. There's no dialogue. The whole film kind of is built on the atmosphere and the score. And uh, this paper boy stumbles upon these three graves that have like a mask hanging on each one. And there's a letter, a little note hanging on each one. And each one he picks up, reads, and that goes into the story. So kind of a cool idea. Unfortunately, though, like the stories, none of them are that good and none of them go anywhere. Like the first story is like, again, you kind of got to like, try to make sense of it but it looks like they're killing people for treats almost and the treats are like human i don't know i don't even know this then there's another film where they pretty much have this guy tied up and they're i don't know if they're a religious cult and they're gonna torture and kill him and uh the third story is again they all kind of blend together and they weren't that interesting. was the third story i guess homeless people uh they have this stack of candy they bury and then you know i guess you can come back and get a treat but and then they, I don't even know, it leads to cannibalism or something. None of the stories were that interesting. It's very, like, arty, maybe, if that's your thing. I don't mm. know if you might dig it. You're more of an art house kind of guy. Yeah, arty horror is an often not my uh <laughs> That bullseye. sounds like an amazing name for, like, a guy who's in a band. Arty horror. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. H-O-R-R-O-H. Yeah, arty horror. And the, uh... <laughs> Great idea, great poster, great trailer even. Um, but yeah, just it was a bit of a mess. I didn't think like anything it all is kind of blended in and I don't I'm gonna give it four and a half pumpkins out of ten. There was some okay atmosphere, the score was well done. It was interesting the way that they were able to tell these stories without dialogue and some of it worked, mm-hmm. some of it didn't. I, I think really that the biggest issue is that none of the stories were that interesting and I think you could have did a lot more um, yeah. with, uh, you know, an, an anthology that takes place in Halloween that's led just by the score and visuals. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I've been striking out with some of these, um, but, yeah. you know, it is what it is. <laughs> um, I finished off the night as I've been finishing off every night with the Tales from the Dark Side. I watched uh, The Odds from the first season. It's got Danny Aiello hey. and Tom Noonan. That is the one where he beats the devil, the clock. Is that the one? Yeah, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, it's an awesome. I think this this and the first one are my favorites mm-hmm. so far. Um, it's basically like this guy, that uh, this bookie that's taking bets. This man that he ruined, who's now dead, comes back from the afterlife to ruin him. And in the end, 
he yeah, gets the best of them. Uh, yeah, I, I, I love this one. Between the, act- the two guys, it is amazing. Just see them back and forth. Yeah, the, the, that's the difference in a lot of these is when you guys, you have these guys that like elevate themselves mm-hmm. with the acting. It, like it was just captivating the whole yeah. time. So I'm giving this one 7.5 pumpkins. Yeah, yeah it's right up there with Trick or Treat. Cool. Uh, I guess we're moving on to the 18th. So on the... Um, 18th, I watched uh, The Simpsons Treehouse of Horror 11 and 9. Uh, because I watched them side by side, they both blend together. But I guess Treehouse of Horror 11 is uh, it starts off with the Munsters opening, which I thought was kind of yeah, fun. Yeah. That was kind of cool. But the stories didn't really go anywhere. Like uh, The Homer <laughs> going to heaven one. Yeah. Or he yeah. has to do a good deed to get to yeah, heaven. Yeah, yeah. And it didn't really work out. And then the Dolphins take over the world, which... That one was okay. Yeah, again. It actually, was probably the best out of all of them. Yeah, the it was a ginger... Was, uh, Bart and Lisa going to the gym yeah. Dance. They do a bunch of like Grimm's fairy tales and yeah, well, it wasn't the best. I thought yeah, like one after like ten, it seems like like they're not they're less horror related, yeah. but but also like yeah, the openings are usually good, but from that point on, yeah, it's really hit or miss, mostly miss. And then number uh, nine happens. It's um, the opening of this is this regular uh, Simpsons intro, but just everyone's getting killed along the way. Like Bart gets hit by a car. Uh, uh, it's fun, Meg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I thought it was fun. Actually, there was one thing in here. It was got the Hell Toupee, which I guess was a mixture of body bag segments. Oh, yeah. Which is kind of cool. Like the uh, the wig from Snake gets transplanted onto Homer, and he gets crazy. He wants to kill Bart. He kills, like, Mo, Apu. And, yeah. Uh, and he's That's a fun one, yeah. The other one wasn't so good. I guess the other one was the... Um, Bart and Lisa get transports from the TV. And they have and to itch and scratch. That, that, that should have been... Really good, it, it and it like wasn't. Such a great yeah, idea. Like, stay yeah. tuned, but yeah, not so much, eh? And the last one was abysmal. It was uh, Maggie gets real to be an alien, and they settle their differences on Jerry. Well, you find Springer. out that you find out that yeah, Marge, Maggie was actually uh, ra- pretty much raped by yeah. one of the aliens. Uh, yeah, it yeah that episode sucked. Yeah, it really went downhill, and Jerry Springer references are. Yeah, yeah, a little bit dated. So I, I, yeah, you got to give them both like fives, I think. Yeah. yeah. That's one of those ones where like if you're just doing best segments, it's like I'd take the hell to pay out, yeah. but throw away the rest kind of thing. That's kind and of And then it. the monster's opening. Yo, the monster opening one, was fine. Even, the rest. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Cool. Well, I watched, uh, again, the final Bob's Burger I could watch. I think there's two more, but they're not on Netflix yeah, Canada. Yeah, I watched this one, too. This is called from season seven called Tina Witch. Uh, this is where Tina is talking about she wants to be a hot mess. She's going to be really creative, a hot mess for Halloween, where she's literally going to be, I guess, garbage on fire. But mm. the popular girl, Tammy, says, oh, that's steals a cool it. idea, and steals it and runs across and says, I'm going to sign up for that first. So then she comes yeah. up with the idea she's going to be a sandwich, which is a witch in between two pieces bread. of bread. And uh, to do research, she's like, I'm going to go check out what what witches look like and uh while there she learns about real witchcraft and the, the librarian there who i whoever, i don't know yeah. what if he's a recurring character but i thought he was fantastic yeah, turns out he's actually a real witch and he uh teaches her the ways or says you know hands yeah. her the book and she learns she learns pretty much um she starts doing um spells on people and they, and they all kind of come real but they're kind of like bullshit ones yeah. like you're gonna i want to have fish sticks tomorrow and then he finds like an old fish stick in his locker yeah. kind of thing um so she thinks she's a real witch and she gets cocky with it 
with her power, but then she messes with the um, crossing guard, the crossing guard who is also a real witch who put takes one of her buttons and puts a curse on her, and then she's paranoid the whole episode. Um, it was kind of fun, but it was probably maybe my least favorite. Of but them. like one, like the, they keep stealing his pumpkin as well. Oh yeah, yeah, that story was good. Yeah. Where yeah, that Bob keeps on doing this sandwich, this hamburger on the pumpkin and putting out front, and someone keeps on stealing on it. So he's watching, trying to figure out who it yeah. is. And every time he turns his back, he goes missing. So that that, was. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, I'm gonna, st- I'm gonna give it maybe six pumpkins. I was gonna go six point five. Yeah, yeah. Cool. It, it, it was still pretty. Yeah, Halloweeny though. I mean, again, I like that they've been staying consistent here. Mm-hmm. I'm disappointed that I can't see the next two, but maybe I'll find ways of seeing them. Oh. I don't know. Uh, what else did boy. you guys watch on the? Do you want to get into it? Yeah, I'm ready to get into well, it. Well, here I, I watch one more movie then before okay. we saw yeah. that. Um, I watched M- Malevolent from 2018. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. You uh, already spoke of this, Adam. Uh, pretty much, these fraudsters uh, take advantage of people in mourning by pretending to be, you know, able to talk to the Charlatans. dead. Charlatans. Yeah, they go in there, cleanse the houses, but it's all bullshit. Uh, you do find out though that the lead girl, her mom, possibly did have powers to talk to the dead, or she was crazy, one of the two. But she recently passed, so she's kind of dealing with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, on top of everything. Um, and yeah, yeah, I think her mom committed suicide, I believe, right? She couldn't handle all the voices. Yeah. Uh, anyways, they get this call from this old woman and, uh, something seems kind of spooky about it. So the lead just hangs up. She doesn't want to do it. And I think she's kind of at the point where she's feeling bad and wants out of this. And she's also starting to see things. Yeah. Yeah. But she continues doing this though. Cause her brother owes pretty much people to the mob or some, someone. Y- yeah. Some... You don't know who they are, yeah, but. but... Basically, the brother's the worst person ever, right? Yeah, he's a terrible human being. He's he's abusive to her, like physically and emotionally. Like, he's a fuckhead. He's, yeah. he's a jerk. <laughs> um, she's only one you kind of really Root care for. about. The uh, yeah, the other two just don't really have anything. A, like yeah, they're just kind of there because you need two other people yeah. to die. <laughs> but uh, anyways, they go to this old woman's house and you find out that I guess um, I think it's her grandchildren were murdered by her son. She was, I think, she was running an orphanage. Oh, okay. But yeah, her son killed these um, uh, these little girls, and uh, they're going to go there. And the little girls now are like kind of haunting her. They're laughing and giggling, and she just wants them removed from her house. So these people are going to go there. Um, and she's like, the the woman is kind of like this. She's not falling for any of this kind of shit. She constantly no. calls them out on their bullshit. Um, but of course, when you she's get really there. She's really good in it. Yeah, she's good. Uh, and I, I like the lead girl, so, so too. So do I. I mean, it didn't hurt that she was very, very attractive. <laughs> but I thought she did a good performance. Like, she sold it to me. And even, I guess the brother was a good performance, too, because I really, really fucking hated him. He was despicable. <laughs> yeah. um, but yeah, so I, of course, what they go there, it's predictable. Um, there's real hauntings actually going on. It starts, you know, a- amping up as it goes mm-hmm. throughout, throughout the day. Um, there's, of course, a twist there that I thought was pretty predictable. I don't know if you noticed it. Yeah. It wasn't a bad film. It just kind of was a film. It's like it, yeah. it blends in with a hundred other supernatural yeah. films where it doesn't do anything bad. Like everything in it's well done. I just feel like I've seen this movie a hundred times before. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to give it six and a half pumpkins. I think that's out of 10. exactly what yeah. I gave it. Um, yeah. It's, it's a film like I, I probably don't need to ever see it again. Um, but I might see what else the lead is. <laughs> uh, but no, yeah, it was uh, just very uh, bland. Um, I have a couple other Supernatural films I'm going to talk about this week that mm-hmm. I think you watch most of them as well. And I find that's kind of like a lot of these are, I don't know if they're Netflix exclusives, but... Um, I think that one is. I don't know yeah. if... The other ones, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. I feel like they're they're all kind of blending in together for me, but we'll, we'll get yeah. to them later. Let's talk about the big movie of the year, maybe, yeah. of the night for sure. We saw the new Halloween from 2018, written and directed by 
David Gordon Green and also written by Danny McBride. Danny McBride. Who the fuck thought? Yeah, Apparently these guys are right. both horror fans and they know their shit. Like I heard them on a podcast. Yeah. They're they know all those obscure films. They're not guys I've just seen. Danny McBride is actually like secretly super smart. It's weird because you wouldn't mm. think that, no. but he is a smart dude, right? Yeah. Uh but I was just excited because it seems like slasher films kind of became like, let's get whatever hot teen is out yeah. there these days, and it kind of became just like candy for teens, just yeah. like thrown out there because you know you'll have here's some hot, here's hot, some bubblegum, exactly have an attractive yeah. cast, yeah. nothing to them. I was really excited that we have like a good like Jamie Lee Curtis is back. They got yeah. a good director writer. Just good production value. So I was pretty excited going in. I know you were kind of worried. Apprehensive. How were you going into this film? What were you? Um, I, I don't think I had expectations really either way. Like, if it wasn't for you guys and my wife being like, gotta see this on opening night, I probably would have just waited. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, the other thing was John Carpenter was back as a producer. <laughs> and the score. And he was going to do the score, which is a big deal. I don't think yeah. he scored a film in a long time. Oh, I mean, did what, the Nightmare Man? That was like a small short, wasn't it? Did he? Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, like 2015? He, he's definitely like, he's back with his musical career. I mean, yeah. he's put out two albums. We saw him. He's still rocking. Yeah, he is awesome. Live on. He's having yeah, a great, great time on, on stage. So mm. I was pretty excited, though, just to hear where he was going to go with this. Because it's kind of hard. Like, what do you do? Do you just redo all your previous stuff? Do you do mm. something different? Forget about that. Do you try to do a blend? So I was really curious to see where he was going to go with all that. But yeah, well, I guess let's talk about our, our initial thoughts of the film, and then we'll go into like the more that break it down a bit more. What, what did you guys think of the new Halloween? Go ahead. Yeah, I, I, I dug it. Yeah. I, I thought it was good. Um, yeah. It's um, definitely doesn't have quite the same atmosphere as the other one. Yeah. Um, I'll be honest. Like initially with the podcasters, I kind of went, oh fuck, <laughs> like, <laughs> like I just was not. Um, I, I was taking it away from what I, I, I yeah. I was just like, what the fuck, man? Podcasters make that much money that they can give someone three thousand dollars. What the fuck are we doing, man? Yeah. <laughs> we're out three thousand dollars this year doing this. Well, they're definitely like that's cereal. Yeah, they're, 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 yeah, they're basically like, like an NPR. They were yeah. British yeah. NPR version. Um, but once you get <laughs> back into the characters, I yeah. was in. Uh, I thought Judy Greer, who plays Jamie Lee Curtis's daughter, yeah. is, is really great i always like i Judy like her Gr- yeah she's really good and um it was it was nice to have a likable cast again because mm. i mean before this the last two movies we got were rob zombie yeah. were like they were just fuck this fuck that you got laurie strode finger banging yeah. a bagel and wearing charles manson posters on her wall yeah. like i'm so glad it was nice to have some teens normal normal teens that you you know you could kind of mostly yeah. root behind get behind yeah i really dislike the zombie one so yeah uh, i think yeah, a lot of that's pretty much yeah. the uh but again i thought this movie was amazing i went in thinking the worst i left like feel like yeah they actually figured it out man the only problem i do have is the atmosphere wasn't there but I'm yeah okay i, I with agree that. with you like, the yeah. biggest thing for me is there's like no atmosphere like i think it's very well directed like mm-hmm. there's some there's some really cool one takes there oh, where yeah. we're just going to stick the camera. Why you see him go around the house and do his thing? Mm-hmm. All that shit was awesome. Even the beginning in the uh, asylum With, or psychological on the courtyard. Is it the courtyard yeah. scene was cool? It's, yeah, it was right. really cool. Like there's, it's very well directed. But I agree, he needs to get a good cinematographer because mm-hmm. it was totally lacking that. And in a Halloween film, I need that. But, it kind of looked like almost any other straight to video almost not i don't know if i, I don't know go that far it was but... like it's pretty shiny it was pretty slick yeah, yeah. um where that doesn't necessarily like even when 
you know, you're you've got the fog rolling out. It was like this doesn't feel it this doesn't feel like the fall. It doesn't no. it doesn't give me any of that sense. So that now occasionally there was a couple moments where the the score would come back, the original score. Yeah. And yeah. you're like, okay, I know I'm in a Halloween movie. Yeah. I thought the score was excellent. Like the, it was a blend. Definitely, it was almost like a sense yeah. of like the old one. And there's a new foreboding like that. Like, well, I, I think I described it as like the synth scores have kind of come yeah. back in the past couple of years, which I've been really enjoying. I'm excited, but I, I enjoy that more than like you know the popular rock tune or whatever other shit. You don't they're want doing. ACDC no. playing over his trucks uh, run over things. <laughs> I said popular modern. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I go back to modern. <laughs> but I, I've been totally digging this resurgence, and I like that Carpenter. A lot. The bad thing about a lot of those, though, they kind of feel like they're paying homage. They're not really doing their own thing. They're kind of trying to you know, rely on too much on nostalgia. Whereas I think John Carpenter's like, I'm going to do a synth score, but it also feels new as well. It feels mm-hmm. like we haven't, I, I thought the score was fucking fantastic. It's very yeah. rare that a horror film I leave saying, I want to get the soundtrack yeah. of that. And it's like, I want to get this score. I thought it was really, really yeah. good. The the score. I, I, I probably the best thing about the film. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it would, it would be up there uh, for me. Uh, I did like a lot of the comic asides, like the, mm-hmm. the boy that's being babysat. Yeah. Th- like that whole scene. I, I love that like the the actress in that one was also funny. It's like I, I like these actors. Like and even like when uh, some untimely deaths happen, you're like, oh shit! I thought he. Well, you kind of feel you kind of like these characters. You don't want to see him die, which is yeah. what has been missing in, in yeah. slasher films for a long yeah. time. I mean, I agree. Yeah, I, I liked most of the the, the yeah. teen actors. I do feel like there's a relationship. That you really, if you think about it, could have cut out. There's no yes. need to even have yeah. her have a boyfriend because none of that goes anywhere, and it wouldn't affect her character at all. I yeah. think you could have shown her just as a really likable, nice character. That whole uh, Halloween party, yeah. uh, the yeah. dancing was could've the been. weakest part of yeah. the movie. It's I like think. that. Just the only the only plot point that was is we need to have her lose her phone, and you could have did it yeah. ten other ways. But um, I agree, her friend was very likable, mm-hmm. and and the the comic back and forth was great, Good, yeah. great there. See, I don't know how I feel about that. I, I think it worked. Like there's no, I wasn't like, oh, this is cringeworthy. I thought it, it was funny, but it kind of also took me out of the film in, in a sense. Like I, I don't know how to describe it. It was weird. Like I don't know. I'm I've, not sure how I I've feel heard, about the comedy. I've in heard it. people say that. For me, the atmosphere wasn't there, so yeah. it's not like I was having this foreboding yeah. thing. So. Uh, I, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed the scene where they're talking about His the nasty ass toes and shit like that. <laughs> yeah, and, and the and the, the brownies. I got just the sandwich, peanut butter and jelly. Yeah, Chiro. I love the balmy yeah. conversation again. Yeah, like I, I think it. I liked it and I laughed at it. I just it kind of took me out a bit. I don't know. I, I felt the, too on the. I don't know. I thought I thought the one with the babysitting with the kid was the best because all of a yeah. sudden I like relate to both of these mm-hmm. characters. They're fleshed out in a way that they've barely been on screen and yeah. I feel like I know them more than Laurie Stroud's granddaughter. Yeah. But yeah, I, I thought a lot of the characters were well drawn. Mm-hmm. I liked the how they occasionally like would flip the script like the nerdy guy ends up just yeah. being kind of like a fucking creep. creep. Yeah. Uh, Which is very like I, I thought that's a, that's a lot of that shit's going on now where like yeah. You're entitled, almost like he's entitled because he's been her friend, kind of. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was, uh, it was good. So, and it, and it was, uh, it, it ends up being just a revenge I, flick. One that we haven't even talked about. One of my other favorite things about the movie, Jamie Lee Curtis. I it's thought she was phenomenal, yeah. fantastic in this. Like, what a surprise! Like, I've always liked her. She's a good actress. Don't get me wrong, but I, I thought she really. I didn't. Sometimes that's a hard character to pull off and make believable. And she sold it to me that yeah. she's this woman that has been traumatized, but is also not going to sit back yeah. 
and vulnerable, live her life in fear, she's gonna vulnerable but badass. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, like both sides. Like she's broken, yeah. but also is ready for yeah. this. Yeah. And they do like there's a lot of moments where like you you kind of cringe when she's with her family. It's like you oh, feel yeah. bad for this woman because she's kind of she's she's kind of crazy. Like yeah. she's, well, you can she, tell this has taken over she her, consumed her whole life. Right? Yeah. Like, but, and she hasn't been able to let it go. I mean, yeah. this is supposed to be, what, how many years of Wintami? 30, 40 years? 40 years. 40 years. And it, like that, she's lost her child. Her relationship with her, her daughter is all fucked up. Like, mm-hmm. So I thought she just sold all that so well. And I was I loved her performance in this. Yeah. Like one of my favorite performances in, in, in yeah. movies this year. I mean, again, it's not, we're not getting these really dramatic, like yeah. emotional scenes. But, but at the same time, she sells it. Yeah, exactly. It's not yeah. just like, Oh, she's a badass now. Yeah. And she's the badass character, or she's just broken and messed up. Yeah, she's all of these things. Yeah. She's a complex, yeah. real character. I, I, yeah, I thought. I thought like she her was in the really score, great. and I, the yeah. direction was good too. Yeah, but um, I also I was kind of weird. Where how are they going to sell an old man, My, Michael it Myers? Worked. And you forget that he's like. They said it pretty quickly yeah. on that he's the embodiment of evil and he is a force to be reckoned yeah, with. And like, they said, like, I was actually surprised because one thing, the horror, the Halloween franchise has never went the way that the, the Jason and the Freddy Krueger went with the violence. They were kind of a little bit more subtle, a lot more just basic knife stabbings. Yeah. This film is pretty fucking violent. Like some of those kills are pretty gory. Yeah. Um. I don't know if we should say any of them. Yeah. Like, should we mention that there's a head splatter, like a head oh, stomp, yeah. and like yeah. teeth get? Well, it's in the trailer, the, the trailer. teeth one. Yeah. Um. But I was really surprised. Like they right away, you forget that this is an old man yeah. Myers. He is fucking scary and intimidating. And I don't know. I thought he he really worked. Well, wicked strong. Uh. The other thing um I liked that they added. There's a new doctor replacing Doctor Loomis. I like that it's. They're not saying he's Dr. Loomis. He's a completely different character, uh, Dr. Sartain. By that, he was pretty good. He kind of replaced Dr. Loomis yeah. pretty well. I mean, he's no Donald Pleasance, but I thought, you know, I, I forgot that we were yeah, missing Donald, yeah, 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 Dr. Yeah. Loomis pretty quickly. He was good. Um, I was disappointed, though, if you did watch the trailer, one of the, the jump scares in the closet was spoiled. So I did not see the trailer. The trailer kind of spoiled a, a little bit this of this. Is, but this is why I don't watch trailers. Yeah, yeah. I, this is why I really shouldn't, but I just couldn't. I, I, I couldn't. I, I, again, I've been waiting for this for a long yourself. time. I, I can help the, myself. What yeah. kills me about trailers, and I, I only usually see them in theaters, and I always go, fuck, thanks for telling me the whole goddamn movie. What yeah, the fuck, yeah. man? I, well, th- this literally shows you that whole closet scene. Yeah, and that scene's so good. Yeah. Like that was the scene where I was the most yeah. tense. Yeah, but yeah, the, I I don't know. I I just I I mostly dug it. It's not a perfect film. No, it will be, it will make my top ten of the year. I don't know where it's going to yeah. stand. I will say though, the Apostle was probably a better made film, mm-hmm. but the Apostle I left like that was really good. But I don't know when I'm going to want to rewatch it. Like this film, I want to rewatch already it. again. I think it's because they're different types of films. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it didn't help that I, I will admit I'm really embarrassed to say this, people. I winked like I didn't fall asleep for any long scenes, but it was one of those moves I was trying to watch it and I kept on like I'd fall asleep for a second or two and wake up. I, the last half an hour was really tough for me. I mean, I get up for work every day at five a.m. Yeah. Even that day, I was more exhausted. It was the end of the week, and when it gets to the Thursday, Friday, I'm usually fucking dead. Like Friday, I'm in bed by nine o'clock, so I, I was very tired. But um, I don't feel I missed anything but i still want to go back and watch it just for the couple yeah. seconds that i missed it kind of like i'd wake up, i'd see him going to kill someone and i wake up and i just see him doing it kind of that <laughs> thing but um yeah i i i do want to yeah. this movie left me wanting to revisit it again for sure yeah I, I, like i i thought it was great like for mm-hmm. me it's not on the i'm not i didn't think about this movie again till okay. today, no, yeah yeah because it, it is like 
well, there's not much to it. Well it's very well done. It's, it's entertaining. It's entertaining, but yeah, I've yeah. seen this movie before. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Where does it fit in the franchise for you guys? Like, obviously, doesn't compare to part one. I still, I part three, I enjoy more. Season of the Witch is like up. The, Season it, of the Witch is one of my favorite yeah. horror films of all time. That's how much I love Season of the Witch. I don't I care what I people might say. I enjoy it more than the original Halloween. It's not tough there. Like three, really? and one are like very close. Oh, for sorry, me. three, not this not one. this film. Yeah, yeah, three and one. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. three and one. I put. We way thought above you were this. talking about. Oh no, 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 no. no, no I was going to say you're crazy. 2018. No, 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 no. So yeah, three and one are way above this. I would say it's as good, maybe better than part two. I would give it's better, better than, than all everything two. else yeah. for sure. So it's in the top four for sure. Yeah. For me. Uh, what are you guys going to give it? How many pumpkins? I'm going to give it seven pumpkins. I think it was seven point five. Uh, seven point five as well for me, pumpkins. Okay, so um, we're pretty much in the yeah, same yeah. ballpark. Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's yeah. not going to change the way we look at horror or anything. Yeah. But at the same time, it's nice to. I, it could. I'm hoping it leads to resurgence some more slashers that you know that aren't the 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 urban legend or I know what you did last summer mm-hmm. or scream style. Uh, okay, cool. So I guess that was it. I don't think anyone went home watching anything. I did. Night. Oh, uh, you did. Uh, we watched uh, Tales from the Dark Side, Mookie and Pookie. Mookie nice. and Pookie. Which is basically Justine Bateman and her twin brother. He's very sick, and he makes a computer program where he gets to live as a computer. The father doesn't believe them. It's just a... It's Justine kind of, and Jason Bateman? Just, just... You, uh, you don't get both the Batemans. Like playing oh, the, that uh... would have been... Tippy Hedren's in it. Oh, cool. Oh, nice. um, this show had like yeah. a, a nice little... like At least... I mean, they're older cast probably at the point where yeah. they couldn't get work, but it's kind of cool that they... Yeah, t- I always thought it had like a zero budget. So. Hitchcock kind of fucked Tippy's career. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I, like this one w- was not... I guess he just scary bird, at all right? or spooky. Um, it was kind of like weird because of the computer technology and how it's thinking and how it's actually forward thinking. Like everything's in the net and oh shit, look at bank records and all this kind of stuff. Mm. I'm gonna give it six. Pumpkins. Yeah, I remember that one now. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's not um, the the worst. That's what I remember that whole series just being in the six range. Like they were yeah, never yeah. really unwatchable, but they were just kind of like I've only know. seen two that I would probably go back and rewatch. Yeah. Um. Cool. Uh, I guess let's move on to 19th then. 19th. So, have you guys seen Behind the Mask, The Rise of uh, Leslie Vernon? Yeah, yeah. I totally forgot about this movie. I fell in love with it. It is so much fun. It's pretty much like a documentary crew who uh, follows around this guy who wants to be the next Michael Myers, the next Freddy Krueger. He's a real slasher killer. He is a real slasher. Like, these... uh, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street actually happened. Friday the 13th actually happened. Like, Michael Myers is actually a real person. So, in this world, he's like, listen, I'm going to be the next guy. So, it shows him working out. Like, I got to set up this, like, story. I got to I haven't seen this. It shows him uh, setting up how he's going to make his. How like, he, like, in, in Sasha movies, like, they're here one second and then yeah. here over the next second. Yeah, it's fun seeing him all, like, yeah, I'm working all on explain cardio, it all. And, and then he goes to his mentor. And it is such a interesting meta. What year take. is this? 2006. Okay. Screen Factor actually just released it on Blu ray, a collectorization of it. Awesome, man. And it's kind of like funny in like a little winky way like I had a blast with it my problem is the, the last, last 20 minutes hour. it really falls apart yeah and it, it becomes really... like very cliche but up to that point I yeah, was it's very it would, unique I was about to say that it would be hard to actually uh, turn this movie all the way through without turning it into, into that um, I don't know I, I, I would have liked to see them do something different yeah that, that's my, I remember like really loving it and by then I was like yeah it the ended up just hour being okay is amazing yeah. the last half hour like, is okay now it just turns into what it was making fun of but yeah. still I had a blast with this. It's such an interesting take on the whole slosher genre. And the kid, uh, Leslie Vernon, is actually kind of likable. He's charming. He's got like, yeah, yeah. he's joking around with the camera guys, joking around with the uh, documentary. He's like, all right, guys. Even though he's I'll... technically a killer. And he's like, he's about to kill. Like, all right, guys. I'll be right back. High fives. Elbow it. Then he goes like, and then he turns into this like, 
Insane Killer, and the camera angle switched from yeah. like documentary style to like movie style. And it's fun too, like how he picks his targets mm. and like, oh, yep, she's a virgin, so she's yeah. good, kind of like I don't know. It's 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 a very unique premise. Yeah, yeah, yeah I had a blast. I gotta give it eight pumpkins. Oh, yeah, okay, it's cool. Wow. wow. Yeah, if you get a chance, check it out, man. So, uh, what would you watch? So, uh, right now in Hamilton, there's the. Uh, uh, AGH uh, film, film Fest- yeah. festival. It's the tenth year that they're doing it. It's a pretty remarkable festival to have in our hometown. It keeps getting cool, better right? all the time. Um, I went and saw "Sorry to Bother You," which my wife's marketing company sponsored, and this might be the best movie I've seen all year. Get out of wow. here! Wow, um, is this because your wife marketed this film? No, <laughs> it doesn't have anything to do. Like this movie's been out for a while. Is this and is this sorry? Is this a horror film or no? So it's but there's a little bit. I'm not going to count it for this, but it ends up there's a twist that kind of like puts it into that world. So um, what's the premise? The premise is this guy is working Lakeith Stanfield, who's who's in Atlanta. He's mm. fucking hilarious. He's so good. Uh, he's working, gets a job as a telemarketer, and he realizes Danny Glover's in it, and Danny Glover teaches him how to put the white voice on. <laughs> but the white voice is done by David. Oh, Cross. I know what this. Yeah, I've seen oh, this. Oh, that's It does look the trailer, dude. That's holy cool that fucking. Yeah. This movie has a tone and a style and a vision that's completely unique. It's maybe a little bit sloppy at times, but in terms of concept and execution, it's got to be a comedy, right? Anything. It's mostly a comedy, but there's like dark elements and fantasy elements and dystopian elements that you don't really see coming and we left and some people thought the twist was -hmm. like out of character and i was like no this is the whole thing this this is like almost absurdism well grounded in like modern times it's it's amazing um Mm -hmm. again it does it won't count for for my running total but you just want to but uh yeah it's it's an it's a nine Oh, get out of here! Wow. Yeah, like it, it's it's right now. I yeah. don't know if there's. I think it's my favorite movie of the year. Oh, I gotta check this out, man. Cool, because everyone sounds awesome. Yeah. It's, Have you seen Atlanta? Oh, Atlanta! The first season is. Fucking, I gotta check it out. Yeah. Like, I feel like there's tiers of television shows mm. now. Like, there's so many great television yeah. shows. That's the top. Eh? Yeah. Um, and I also watched uh, Tales from the Dark Side when we got back. Uh, it was slipped. I was a little bit tired. It's about a guy that's basically like his whole being identity is slipping away where people don't know who he is and all his records are getting lost. Oh, shit. It's a cool idea, but I felt like the idea was super awesome, but it wasn't executed, executed that, that well. well. The acting's probably one of the weaker episodes. I'm going to give it a six. Okay. Out of yeah, ten. I kind of remember that one, too. Uh, I watched a film that you've already talked about, The Lodgers from 2017. Oh, yeah. Um, amazing, like you said, amazing opening where uh, this woman is racing. She wakes up by the lake and she looks incredible the time okay. and races to get home. And you find out that, you know, they have to be home by midnight or these ghosts that are part of a family curse will uh, will get them. Um, really cool setting and kind of a decrepit gothic uh, mansion. Um but that's that's all I really have to say. I thought again another ghost film that just felt like I've seen this story many times before. You had a problem with the CGI, right? I didn't. It didn't really bother me too much. Uh, yeah, like some of the CGI kind of like in the house started because mm. I felt like the atmosphere was so fucking great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't mind the CGI with the water. I thought yeah. that was really well done. Um, like we talked about Halloween. Imagine if Halloween had this atmosphere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like this this has atmosphere to burn. That's the only thing why I put this one a little bit ahead of Malevolent is I just felt like that was done okay. slightly better. But again, it kind of fits in a box in the end like it's well acted. Yeah, it's 
Yeah, exactly. Like the, oh, the leads were all well, like, especially the brother's sister. Yeah, they were they were great. I thought the the soldier was a little bit weak. He yeah. wasn't terrible, but he wasn't anything fantastic. But yeah, definitely the two leads carry this film. But yeah, in the end, uh, the ghost designs were okay. But in the end, again, I just felt like like I kind of guessed the twist early on, and mm-hmm. I yeah. I feel like we've seen this. This is actually out of the three supernatural films I watched, which you also watched. This is probably my least favorite. I, I think at least the other one. The other one, I think, moved at a better pace than this one. Yeah, th- this one's a lot slower. Slower, and it, again, like I, it seems like I hate Sil Burns. I love Sil Burns, but I, I need like a really good payoff, and I just didn't feel like this film gave me yeah, that. Yeah. I'm going to give it six pumpkins out of ten. I didn't hate it, but again, yeah. it's just very forgettable. I'm not in the this or to watch it. Malevolent. I put Malevolent, I think I gave it six and a half, so I think okay. I enjoyed Malevolent a bit better. more, but they were both very I forgettable. I think I gave yeah. both of them 6.5, but... If I if someone put a gun in my head and said you have to watch one again because yeah. I'll probably never watch either again, I'd watch yeah. the Lodgers. Okay, I, I just got more visually out of it, which yeah, yeah I, I like again, yeah, the, the visual and the atmosphere is well done. I just um, both the stories are kind of like whatever. Yeah, I, I thought the Lodgers, even though I think it's the Lodgers actually might have been shorter. The Lodgers was only an hour and a half. I just I just thought it dragged and I didn't care as much. I think it had a great setup that didn't it didn't really do enough. I, I don't know. Uh, what I'm, else? I'm with you there. Yeah. What else did you guys watch on the 19th? I watched a Cosby Halloween episode, oh, which is kind of crazy. Like, because um, I forgot how charming Cosby actually is in oh, this yeah. show. It's, it's really weird and it, it's strange to watch because, like, I, I kind of fell in love with Cosby again. Like, oh yeah, I forgot he was actually like a charming dude. He's like hanging out with the kids. Like, he takes his kids trick or treating, yeah. and one of his eldest daughters is having a party, so he's joking around with all the kids and like hanging out with his wife. I'm like. You can believe that why he got yeah. away with it so long because yeah. you watch that character and you're like, that guy can't be yeah, that yeah. rapist. It's crazy. But it was a fun Halloween episode because he's taking the kids out. They're all dressed up. And the one girl's a pumpkin. She kept falling down. But like, I don't think she was supposed to fall down. But she's like a kid in a pumpkin. But she was uh, dr- no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I, I knew there. where that was going. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. I just set you up for that one, didn't I? It's anything with Cosby. It's yeah. like I have the Fat Albert yeah. Halloween special, and I yeah. like that one, but I couldn't do you it this year. You couldn't do it, eh? No, I, I, might, I might do the Bill Cosby Halloween because it's on that disc, yeah, and I've never seen it. But, uh, I, yeah. I, I Colbert, to... Colbert talks about it really interesting because he, yeah. he credited um, Cosby basically saving his life. He had a little bit of a rough patch childhood and the cosby records and seinfeld was on Mm. and seinfeld was uh, initially arguing that we have to keep these in you know and yeah like the well i think they did i don't think we should bury any of this i don't believe in burying any so but but colbert made a really good argument about basically how there's no way to separate it from now so when you're watching this like you don't have to bury it you have to know that that's there yeah you can't look at him as a charming dad the same way it was hard so, I don't know. It's, it's, it's but a I rough do think one. I mean, if a good yeah. comedy will, I mean, we'll we won't forget about it. But in ten years from now, you might still be able to laugh. Mm. At, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I wasn't really laughing. I can watch like, a Roman Polanski film. Yeah, yeah. I, I, but I, like the thing is, he's not on screen. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Like his yeah. voice isn't there. He's yeah, yeah. So it's hard one to judge. But like, it was Halloween. It's a Halloween party. Yeah. Uh, again, I, I feel bad giving it six point five. <laughs> I think it, yeah. you again rate it yeah. what you can. I yeah. mean, I did. I I can like watch something and say you know I'm going to rate this, forgetting mm. that. I know it's tough, but yeah. I know obviously you can't ignore it while watching it. You're going to look at it like ooh. Yeah. You're going to look at things a little bit differently, yeah. but especially uh, with him because it's not like 
And he would, yeah, he's a very high, like, it's, there's, there's people like, ah, oh, you know, at a party 10 years from now, he grabbed my breast when we were yeah. dancing. There's that kind of stuff. Yeah. Me Too movement. And then there's this, and it's like, this is like, this is the worst of the worst. Yeah. Like, this guy was drugging raping. and raping people. Drugging and out. raping. Yeah. Like, it's kind of like one of the worst. Of, I mean, the only thing that would be worse, maybe, is either a murderer or a child molester. Yeah. But that's, that's like up there in the tiers of... <laughs> Terrible, terrible things you can do. This it's Halloween so and forever. Like weird... I know, fucking Maddie. Okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. what else? Let's move on. Is that it for the nineteenth, guys? That's it for me uh, for the yeah, 19th. I'm done. Okay, let's move on to the twentieth, the final day we're going to talk about today. So I'll talk about Hill House as I get yeah. to the conclusion. But I watched Haunted episode one, which is oh, a, that's new oh, yeah, on yeah. Netflix. Yeah, I fucking hated this. Okay, Haunted. What is, so, what, so it's like it's, unsolved mysteries, isn't it? It's, a, it's, it's it's a real. It was a real guy who says he's been haunted by this okay. w- woman that lived in his closet and hung herself and murdered her children. But he's got his whole family there, and it's in like a confessional, like almost like A and E or TLC uh. style, where he's he's giving us all. I feel like he's being exploited, or he's either exploiting or exploiting people by making this shit up. Yeah. But either way, I just felt like gross watching it, and and none of the fucking horror element makes up for it at all. Okay. Like, yeah. it's side by side of this guy basically telling why his life has been terrible because he's haunted, and then showing these like stupid reenactments that are are so schlocky. I fucking yeah. hated this it's, so much. So what what year is this from? This it just new, came out. Okay, yeah, yeah, it's so confusing because there's another show called A Haunted. Yeah, and it was reenactments and people telling, and it was actually good. Yeah, like they did um, a haunting, a, a haunting in Georgia and haunting Connecticut, which were like those. Awesome. I I watched those and I was so excited for the movies because those yeah. fucking creeped me out. And yeah, I have the complete series. I haven't went through it all, but it's really good. They do one on the the comedy. Yeah, house like every episode would be th- these people telling the story with reenactments, and it was like it's not as good as Unsolved Mysteries, but it was close. But I'm glad this is not the same this one you're like, talking this about. This is like this is hoarders fusing. slash uh, fucking like bad horror movie trope. That sucks. Okay. But I felt bad for this human being yeah. and his family and his friends that are on this. You're exploiting being, somebody. Yeah. I, I, so I'm giving it. I'm giving it. Uh, I'm giving it one. Wow. <laughs> Fuck this. I, I, I got more angry about this as the day went on when I was thinking about it. And it was just like, I just hate that this is a major part of entertainment now. Because if you actually watch television, this is the shit that most people watch all yeah. the time. Except this is just yeah. horror. Yeah. So why does that make it good? It doesn't make yeah. it good. Well, there there was a time when like actual real good scripted TV disappeared for a bit. And with all this, yeah. I'm glad to see that the scripted Stuff at least from thanks to Netflix. I'll give Netflix credit. I don't yeah. love a lot of their movies, but what they've done for series and, and it's stuff all the cable, is like, fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I've heard. It, it, yeah, it's the golden like yeah. television is insane right now with how many. And yeah. the only thing that that is a negative of this is you are draining some potential great directors that yeah. are making yeah. movies. Well, unfortunately, like to get at least in, in a theater, you need to be a big CGI blockbuster yeah. type movie. It's hard for you know these story-driven films to really exist anymore. So now, again, Netflix is great for that. They're getting, getting good artists and they're saying, go do your thing. We have ridiculous amounts of money. We don't care. We just want to have 100 exclusive movies. We don't care if people watch yeah, like, them. Yeah, uh, so like a Ma- Apostle wouldn't never get yeah. a release now and wouldn't get that budget yeah. to make that. Like that's, mm-hmm. I feel like they're starting to get those directors 
Yeah. Um, like Jeremy Sonner or... or uh, well, Flanagan, they pretty much own him now. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they put out Before I Wake, which no one was going to release. It got a Canadian release by no one in America. I don't think it ever had. But then, yeah, they gave him... They gave, Gerald's Game was all them. Yeah. Uh, this is all them. And Hush is all them, too, actually. Yeah, yeah the, the, his last three projects have been Netflix. I, like, he had made Hush, and then they I think they oh, purchased okay. it, yeah. I guess the really unfortunate thing for me as someone that likes to buy Blu-rays. They're no, not that shit is getting on Blu-ray, so... Yeah. Are, they, are they not releasing any of it? No, the only stuff that gets Netflix... Like Stranger Things got a release. Yeah. I thought like uh, um, Orange is the New Black did as well. Yeah. Orange isn't, but again, I think a lot of those are produced like anything that get like the Daredevil and stuff, the Marvel stuff. Yeah. But I think it's because they are co-owned by uh, Disney, so like or Sony Pictures. Yeah, a lot of that yeah. stuff. If, if someone else co-owns it, they might have like home video release. Yeah. Same thing with House of Cards. But yeah, anything that is strictly Netflix, they have not put anything out and I don't know if that will ever change because the whole point of them doing it is they want you if you want to see a shit you got to sign on ours yeah. so yeah it's really unfortunate because I personally like having a disc I like having extras yeah. and all that kind of stuff but um, anyways uh, going the complete opposite direction one of my favorite things I've watched this month and this year home improvement you guys wait to see that I score and then you're like but wait what did you give Halloween um, Goosebumps 2 The Haunted oh, Halloween alright 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 took, uh, took our son to see this yesterday afternoon had a fucking blast with this just as good as the first film uh, it's got the uh, mom from Goldberg's is oh, the mom nice. in this so I love her she's fantastic and witty Wendy Covet uh, Wendy Mc- McLendon Covey or, or yeah. Covey or something but she's really good same kind of humor I was surprised there's a lot of like witty humor that I actually enjoyed witty banter um, Ken Jong from uh, Community oh, and Hangover nice. he's oh, yeah. in this yeah. he's really funny I think Chris Parnell is another guy that oh, has amazing. done everything he's in this so I he's funny mm-hmm. so I was really surprised like a lot of the I enjoyed the witty sometimes you watch, the, watch these movies for, for kids and they're yeah. you know you gotta it's get past bit, the bad right. dialogue I didn't get that in this one right. um, the kids are really likable and fun too the one kid I don't know who he is. He was the chunkier kid in the new It movie. Okay. He's oh, one of the leads in this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They call him Hondo Chunkster. <laughs> uh, but they were both really likable. So anyways, they, uh, they, they're they running this Junk Brothers service um, where they go and clean out houses hoping that they'll find, like, it's it's really a way for them to be treasure hunters hoping they'll find yeah. some lost treasure. And uh, they end up on Stein's uh, old abandoned house and uh, they move like a... Uh, they move the statue on the fireplace, opens up this hidden passageway, and they find uh, a chest there, and they get excited only to find that there's just a book in there. But of course, we all know if you've seen the first film that, you know, these creatures and monsters get released from the book, so Slappy gets released. And the first half is kind of more of like this almost like a child's play type film where they have Slappy there and he's like, he just wants a family. So he's like, oh, your homework? I'll help you with that. You're, you don't like this kid at school? And like the, there's like, um, they have an older sister and her boyfriend or whatever. She, she goes to the club to meet him there and he's cheating on her. So Slappy finds out about this. And it's kind of dark for kids movie. He goes and the kid's on this like really tall ladder in the auditorium in school and he pulls out all the screws and the kid falls and like breaks his legs and ends oh, up in the hospital. So it's kind of doing this like, and he's appearing in places. It's doing this like kind of the first half this scary kind of horror movie for for kids like there are some moments they the way they do it with the score and stuff mm-hmm. i do want to mention too i complained on one of the episodes here that in the trailer you see the book and i'm like why did they cgi throwing a book on the ground apparently that shot was completely unfinished because when that happens in the movie there's like a portal swinging from the book so it makes oh. sense it's like it's like they had started the effect and they threw it in the trailer which makes no sense because it made yeah they did that a lot with the first film like they threw really bad unfinished effects and it kind of turned me off but anyways of course you know it's not going to work out slappy is going to um you know they, they're going to try to stop slappy and he goes he goes to this um this uh he goes to like a department store in the halloween section 
and brings all the shit so the rubber bats and rats are coming to life. All the masks oh, that's are coming. Awesome. Like if there's a vampire mask, the, the vampire pops out of this. All the Halloween decorations and the, there's really cool Halloween decorations on all the houses mm. they show. Like a live, like life-size bat creature that's hanging fun. there. Um, King Jong is like this huge fan of Halloween. So his house is all decked out with mummies and he has this giant life-size spider over his house done from balloons. All that comes to life. There's like a headless yeah, horseman awesome. with like... It, it has like flames for a head so it's got like flames coming out so, like all the creature design is really cool these mm. witches with like crystal ball faces and inside is like this green mist and then but faces kind of appear there when they talk um, it was all fantastic like uh, killer gummy bears even yeah, which was awesome. which was really fun yeah all the creature designs I thought were just really fantastic and it's just like again this is what I want like this is going to be a new staple yeah. in Halloween where you're getting like what you want costumes decorations and them pretty much have to fight off as you expect um, all these creatures and save the world um, I don't know if I'm spoiling because I think he's in later trailers but for some reason they didn't market um jack black being back as rl stein so i don't know if it's funny yeah i don't want to say too much but he is in there thankfully um there's back. a great joke where there's like a red balloon floating above floating oh, above awesome. a sewer and he's like see i did that first because i guess this is supposed to be his first book he ever wrote where he was just like i'll just put every monster i like uh, and but he never finished it and that's why all this stuff gets released so he makes cute. another like stephen king like yeah exactly yeah, cool. he's like ah, i knew i was the first the one yeah. had that first uh, a jab at stephen king but uh yeah there, there's everything there's this cool cloaked like pumpkin creatures uh yeah like i said the killer gnomes are back but they're like zombie gnomes it's just so much fucking fun man i i just really enjoyed this so uh i'm gonna give it eight pumpkins out of ten. Oh, cool um again yeah i'm not saying I, it's better than halloween but mm. i think like for what they're trying to be like if you have if you want to watch a family halloween film like this is this i hope and it, it's unfortunate because it sounds like this is not doing well and we probably won't get a third and they set up for the third mm-hmm. um yeah, it's really unfortunate because I think like if if more people kids saw this, like this will be their monster squad to them. Like, yeah. I could see a kid watching this and and taking this throughout, you know, to adulthood because it's like it's cool looking m- monsters and yeah. But like, and yeah, I'll watch this again whether you know our son's with me or not. Like it's it's <laughs> it's as good as the first film, which I, I really dug as well. I, I don't know I which one I might, I might more, try to check it out. The new ghost, the first Ghostbusters, I might watch this Goosebumps, week. Yeah. Goosebumps, sorry. yeah, yeah. Watch it again, like. Yeah, going with the right expectations, but like if you just want to see, I, I love these movies. Like, I've I've, I've always been a, above any kind of genre. I'm a monster guy. Like, I yeah. love the creature designs. That's what got me into horror. So when I see a movie like this, it just has all these cool creatures. I mean, I had I had a blast with it. Uh, yeah, would you guys watch? Cool. I just watched the uh, House on Haunted Hill that we've talked about already. The, so yeah. I, I am done for the other week. Oof. Yeah. Um. So I watched. I'll, I'll get into. Uh, the Haunting of Hill House, but uh, I watched A Curb Your Enthusiasm. This is what I was talking oh, about. Shit. Trick or Treat is the episode. What season? Uh, it is the second season, yeah, third episode. Bar- this is the one that's just at the beginning, right? No, it's in the middle. It's barely... So it starts off, and it's just like A Curb Your Enthusiasm. He's this guy, Cobb, who's uh, they're out to dinner with him, who's, his wife really likes, and he's got a movie opening happening, and Larry makes a bunch of awkward comments, and... Um, <laughs> It, that seems like a curb. <laughs> it's a total curb thing. And then Halloween happens, and these two teenage girls come to the house, and they're not dressed up. So he oh, okay, refuses, yeah, I thought that was the beginning of the episode. I forgot. He refuses okay. to give them candy? Uh, candy, and it's an awesome. Oh yeah, yeah. He, that's so good. <laughs> um, I, Wait, you think just because it's 
Halloween. I had to give you candy. You're not even dressed up. I thought that <laughs> it, there was more of this. I hadn't seen this episode in a long time. We've been actually rewatching the series and had taken a break, and that's right where we were. Oh, nice. Uh, were. So okay. I was just like, I saw my cue. I was like, trick or treat the yeah. next week. Oh, oh, whatever. Yeah. And then I realized this is barely in Halloween. It's about, yeah, it's about five minutes, but it's, it's a great counts. five minutes. It's yeah. a great yeah. five It minutes. does count, yeah. Um, I, I don't think overall this is one of my favorite Curb episodes, but it, it, Curb Enthusiasm. Oh, it's good. One of the best ever. Uh, 7.5 Pumpkins. Uh, oh, nice. And then I watched Tales from the Dark Side, Inside the Closet, which is uh, Savini directed this oh, one. Oh, that's the one with the monster, right? The monster oh, in the in the closet. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, yeah, it, it, it's one of the better ones, yeah. too. Um, it's got a, a good atmosphere, which a lot of these episodes actually do don't have yeah, that because yeah. of the production values. Uh, I'm not going to get into it too much. Mm-hmm. There's this girl that goes to live at this house and it's kind of got a creepy vet that mm-hmm. also lives there and she rents this top room and there's a closet door that has to stay locked and yeah. is always locked. Of course, it's opens mm-hmm. all the time and there's noises coming from it. Uh, I'm going to give it seven pumpkins. Nice. It's really unfortunate that Tom Savini didn't direct more because he did the mm. two episodes in there, which I think were both decent. Night he did Night Living Dead remake, I which like I think that. I really enjoy that. It's like, it, yeah, I think he could have mm. had a. I wonder why it didn't really. I guess maybe the Night Living Dead didn't do that yeah. well. I don't know. It's weird that he didn't have much of a career. Okay, I, I watched. I'm going to briefly run down these. Uh, I watched Brooklyn Nine Nine, uh, season three, four, and five, which is Halloween three, four, five, from 2015 to 2017. Um, so yeah, it starts to get a little bit. Again, I really like these episodes; they get fun. Um, the Halloween three uh, this time uh, they decide they're going to have teams, so they get to each pick um, uh, members from the squad to be on their team. No one can trust Amy though, because I guess Jake is now dating her, which was news to me. Mm-hmm. And uh, and she, but she's also like the uh, teacher's pet, I guess. Mm-hmm. With Holt, yeah. with Holt. So yeah, it was. I really enjoyed it. Seven out of ten. But again, nice. it's. Not really not Halloween. Halloween. And then the last two, they're really fun episodes, but I felt bad watching them in October because yeah. they've just kind of given up. The whole uh, I, yeah, I, for, I realized how much they weren't there. I think four and five are actually my favorite episodes. Yeah, they're good. Episodes, yeah, but... But they're not Halloween. Um, so yeah, anyways, and this one, uh, again, I think they still have the teams. Uh, Joe, Jake has a, a guy called Bill who is fun. <laughs> yeah, he's amazing. Who looks just like it's Charles. insane, <laughs> isn't it? Like, are they related or no? I don't think He's so. like a male, pro- kind of yeah. male prostitute that he also will do anything for money, I guess, now. Yeah. But he hires him because he looks just like Charles and he's going to use that to his advantage. And then the last one is uh, Every Man for Himself. And this one, there's no teams, just everyone is trying to steal. Is it a crown in this one? Yes. Um, but yeah, I get mixed up because I watched Monterey. Or, or yeah. is the crown the one before? Maybe the other crown was one before. Oh, no, yeah, this it's one was a briefcase. Yeah, this is a. Uh, with the belt. Yeah, the, the, belt. the belt. Yeah. The cummerbund. 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 Yeah. yeah, which is amazing. <laughs> um, but and then, yeah, like you said, the the big thing is that they get engaged, um, which again is news to me. I've kind of spoiled the last yeah, couple yeah. But whatever. I'm going to give them Listen, all. You know it's going to happen yeah. in sitcoms, right? Like Jim and Pam are going to get together. Uh, I'm going to give them all seven out of ten. I really enjoyed them. I think these are some yeah. of the better episodes. But yes, mm-hmm. I would never recommend them for um, Halloween because they don't have it really at yeah. all. But yeah, they're, they're fun. I probably would only do the first one after yeah. rewatching yeah. them. I, I don't think I'll ever do the Halloween. In the, yeah. The, but the first one's a Halloween yeah. episode. Yeah. I love the beginning of, of the last one though where they're all... <laughs> He wakes up, the alarm goes off, and he wakes yeah, up with, yeah. with Amy, and he's like, ah, I'm already ready. He's all dressed, and she's like, so am I. She's dressed, and he's like, yeah, well, I got breakfast, and he rips the cover, but the breakfast's been eaten, and then you, it camera cuts over to Holt, and he's like, quitting there. Are we ready, guys, or something? <laughs> yeah. like, I thought that was uh, was great. Yeah, Holt's in general. It's amazing, is, right? Yeah, see, again, like, I'm still at the Incredible. thing where he's very yeah. serious, so I don't know, does he yeah. lighten up a bit more? Because it seems 
like at least on these Halloween episodes, he is. He's very like almost crazy. <laughs> but um, I watched one more movie. Do I? You want me to do that, or do you want sure, to go do for it? that? And, and I'll, I'll leave. So it this up. is a movie you've already talked about. You hated and was actually my favorite of the three uh, Supernatural. Oh films. right, <laughs> which one Winchester was from twenty eighteen. I really dug this. I. It has Halloween a, hipster. It has a lot of issues. I mean, yes, there's they throw out a lot of jump scares that you're like, yeah. fuck that shit. Like, but again, I, I none of that stuff bothers me because I look at that as like it's ten seconds every ten minutes. It doesn't see, take for me out me, of it. it. It actually takes me out of it because I get a rush of anxiety. Oh, see, I, I don't. I, I, I'm so used to them. I'm just. Like, I, 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 don't I will never get used to them. It's just like part of me. Like yeah. my wife uh, always is making fun of me. But if you put a jump scare. <laughs> It Even if it's you. not deserved, I can do it by the second. Yeah. I could do it like as a rhythm, like it's in a song. I'm like, jump scare. And it'll still make me go yeah. like, so it actually fucks me up. And if it's not earned and it's not helping the story, it makes me fucking hate the movie. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, maybe, I, again, but I think most people agree with you. Most This is not a well-regarded film, but I, I dug it. Jason Clark, as you mentioned, is a guy. I really like him. He's mm-hmm. been in, he was in, like, the, the Apes films, uh, the second yep. one. He's a really good actor. He's, he's good in this, as uh, again, as an, he's a doctor, but also he's suffering. Uh, his wife committed suicide, so he's, and he's been pretty much addicted to opium yeah. poison or whatever it is throughout the episode. Uh, Helen Mirren, as you mentioned, is the widow of Winchester, who's running this house I, I thought she was fine I didn't hate her she wasn't fantastic but but I just thought what I liked about this film and what was missing for the other films is I thought this did a lot of unique things I thought there was a lot of interesting ideas like you find out that she's she's building onto this house because the ghost she sees visions and the ghost influences her to design the, the room exactly how they remember it so she can go in there and have a connection with the ghost to try to like I um, did love the concept of the movie yeah to help her that like probably get made forgiveness me, like 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 it even less though with what they did with it because the concept yeah. is so cool rich and so yeah, cool there's, there's and a it's lot of, and there's a lot of truth behind yeah. it um but yeah and it, but you find out that yes she can do this but she doesn't know which ghosts are even which ones are good so sometimes she can build a room and find out that nope this ghost is not looking for yeah. uh redemption and so what she does is they nail up that room with 13 nails or whatever to keep it um keep the ghost trapped in there until she can figure out what to do and one of the ghosts is um is very evil and is causing mischief in the house um yeah i don't know i i really i dug it i, I enjoy like how he connects to the house the uh doctor um, yeah, I, I just, I had a, a lot of fun with it. Again, I think unlike the other two, this room wasn't as predictable for me. I mean, maybe we've seen it, but I think there was a lot of interesting ideas at least that kept me enjoying it. And again, I had the, I enjoy the whole true story. So that kind of worked for it for me. I thought it was a cool setting. I wish they did more with it, but, um, yeah, again, it's, I'm not saying it's fantastic either. I'm going to give it seven pumpkins out of ten. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. But out of the three, I, I'd say I enjoyed this one a little more just because at least it had something that I hadn't seen. There was a lot of, like you said, whether they pulled them off well, good enough or not, at least it had enough it's interesting bigger, ideas. It's got the bigger budget for sure, too. Mm-hmm. So the way that the house helps, Oh, it, right? it looks that great. Design, like, there's yeah. a lot of... If you enjoy, like, gothic horror, there's a lot here for you to enjoy. Like, it, it looks mm-hmm. great. Um, and yeah, like, I, I don't know. I had uh, I had fun with it. Uh, I guess uh, finish I'll, off the night. Finish off the night. Yeah, so finish I'll, off the week. I'll finish it off with the. Uh, we finished the haunting of Hill House. Oh shit! We watched the last three episodes. Uh, you are the day. idiot, motherfucker! Look at you. Yeah, like basically, we watched the eighth episode, which I I feel is actually one of the weaker installments. Yeah, maybe I don't know. They're all so freaking good. So we watched that, and I was like. Okay, we have to go out for a bit. When we come back, we're going to do f- two more. Finishing this, 
I'll give 7.5 to episode 8, and then I'm going to give... The ninth one is really great. It goes into the mother's backstory and what happens all in the then, all in the late 80s. Nice. It's really cool. It's one, it's an 8 or an 8.5. It's like somewhere in between mm-hmm. there. It's not as good as the two in the middle. And then it ends really strong. And it also ends more hopeful. I thought some of it was quite beautiful and, and, and um, gorgeous, even though in the end like there's still a lot of... Uh, it, it's a tragedy like yeah. that, that, that that befalls his family, but there's the ghosts are so freaking cool in it. Yeah, I've heard heard people were like tearing up over the yeah the this. yeah the it, it's gonna be one of the top. Thi- it's gonna be rough to beat, th- eh? Things I watch, especially like for a horror, horror television series, which I don't know if I, I don't know if I've ever. This might be my favorite of all 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 time. Like, yeah, it's. Um, I hope they don't do a second season. Part of me, I think it wraps up so well. Yeah. And if they do make it another, now I've heard American that the terror Story. is supposed to be also. Is that Lovecraft? Um, I don't know if it's Lovecraft, but it's basically like it's about an expedition that goes to the Arctic and they disappeared. And they, oh, okay. And it's supposed to be is that another TV series? A- AMC, yeah. Uh, oh, and, yeah. Oh, okay. This year, and and the, both of them are supposed to yeah. be like almost reviving oh, awesome. long form. Hmm. Well, because like American Horror Story has been trying that for years, but it's it fails bit, most of the time. Yeah. yeah. See, I've, I've watched. All of, or have you done Channel Zero? Yet? No, I haven't oh. done. I, I the first but, couple. Of yeah, those I, I really enjoyed the uh, Cove I, Island. I thought that was awesome. I don't know if I've seen that one. Is that the latest one? It's a, it's almost like a creepy pasta where it's like this channel that these kids used to watch when they were oh, younger. Okay. And yeah, I think each a, season is. It's kind of yeah. like American Horror Story. Each season is yeah. its own thing, but each one's based on a creepy mm-hmm. pasta. Um, um, so overall, I'm I'm gonna give this. I don't know. I think I'm gonna give the whole series an eight point five, okay. even though like the. The I overall, but like as a series, the additive value. Yeah. Um, it's hard to pull off something that has a through story that completes well, yeah. but is and you relate to all of these characters on and it some keeps level. You coming back, like you, you fell into it deep, eh? Honestly, once we started that that third episode, and I realized like all the connections that were mm. happening, and I started seeing all these things in the background. I was like, oh my. Like this guy, where's this guy finding time yeah. to do ten episodes yeah. too? Like it's not like he's not making other movies. No, mm-hmm. yeah, he's he's, he's got yeah, that new cool. Stephen King. Stephen King also said yeah. he, he, he who hates revisionist horror movies. Yeah, he or says tele- he loves it. He, he was like, this is one of the, the best things I've. I've, I've it's seen. good to know that it ends on a high note because nothing yeah. worse than loving something and just watch it fall apart. Yeah, um, yeah, and it, it, it probably is the least spooky. Yeah, finale, but, but at that I'm point, I'm okay you with know that. Everything. Yeah, like the problem with a lot of these American horror stories is they just end poorly. That's the problem with Channel Zero; just ends like, oh, okay, I was expecting yeah, the something. American horror stories kill me. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I highly, highly recommend. Okay, that. Well, I, I got to finish it up. And and I'm going to finish it on a non-horror, but one of the most life-affirming things I've seen, "Won't You Be My Neighbor," which is the Fred Rogers documentary. We you got to see it, right? You got to see it. Um, if you don't tear up. You're a monster. Got a hard ice. Yeah, it's it's a challenge. I see. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it, it it's um, I, I I don't know. It was amazing seeing it in a packed room. It was like 300 people were there. Yeah, not a dry in the house, right? Nobody. Uh, there was like a uh, a talk afterwards, and everyone was like, the microphones weren't ready, and the one speaker yeah. said, uh, "You know, this is kind of good. I'll let everyone get their sniffles out, myself included." <laughs> like, but it's it was just. We're living in such a fucking pessimistic era mm-hmm. that seeing something like that is going. Yeah, there's there's a different way. Like, yeah, 
this man lived his life by the like you have all these stories about Fred Rogers where he's like a Navy SEAL and he, he well there's that's a people. rumor right that all he these, was it's not true none right? of them are true yeah so uh, yeah highly recommend that. I want to see the uh, Mr. Dress Up documentary next I, w- I would actually <laughs> that would be interesting right he was like a Canadian the Canadian Mr. Yeah, Rogers yeah yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And also, I guess he had some tragedy too. Like I think his wife died in a car accident. Yeah, I like, think so. Uh, someone jumped a curb and got her. Ernie Combs. Yeah. Uh, but, but you, you, we don't really have these personalities right now. Yeah. And kids don't have them. Like they talk about, they show scenes about how he made everything slower, and everyone's mm. like, "You're gonna make it slower." And one of the scenes, early days, is them just going in. Let's see how long a minute actually is. And he puts yeah. an egg beater, and you watch that on television. That's crazy. But the kids reacted to yeah. him in a way that... Well, I guess he was like a childhood psychologist, right? Like, that's why he wanted to make this show happen, because he He worked with all these, 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 like... Troubled kids, wasn't it? Well, he was a, a minister that never actually went in and uh, went to the church. Anyways, yeah. I won't get into it anymore. I just wanted to mention it, because it was... It's one of the... Uh, I, I thought it would be like, oh, it's a documentary. This will be cool. Like, mm-hmm. no more about Fred Rogers. But you, it filled you with hope. Filled yeah, you with filled light. Filled you with hope, but it tugs at your heartstrings. Yeah. It's, it's fantastic. Cool. Well, this has been our volume three of our Shocktober series. Uh, I guess what we might get two more episodes. Yeah, I think so. We'll be back next week. And yeah. Uh, you can get a hold of us through email at moviecitymaniacs at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at moviecitymaniac. And then, yeah, we have a Facebook group that you can like and um, a group page that you can join in and talk. <laughs> I'm tired. It's been a long recording. Yeah. Uh, well, let's go watch the movies, guys. Let's yeah. get out of here. Thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> stay and scared. Stay scared. Mr. Sandman, bring me a dream. Bum, 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 bum. Make him the cutest that I've ever seen. Bum, 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 bum. Give him two lips like roses and clover. Bum, 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 bum. Then tell him that his lonesome nights are over. Sandman, I'm so alone. Bum, 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 bum. Don't have nobody to call my own. Bum, 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 bum. Please turn on your magic beam. Mr. Sandman, bring me a dream. Good doggy. Is he, like, cool. scary looking? Like, spooky or no? He doesn't know. He's got to check Jeez. his notes. <laughs> Very spooky. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote five spooks out of spookiness. Ay, ay, ay is what I wrote. Ay, ay, ay. I can do Igor, but just sounds Mexican. <laughs> Welcome to the Horn More Podcast. Probably. <laughs> See? On the show for one. Yeah, oh, that's right. <laughs> Welcome to Volume 3 of the Horn... Jesus, man, he's going back like four years, you. three years. Welcome to Volume 3 of the movies... Fuck me. You're just like losing your voice. You're turning like a California guy. Welcome. Welcome, dude, to the third installment of Shocktober on Movie City Maniacs. This time we'll cover uh, October 14th to October 20th, Cowabunga. I'm okay with that. Thanks, John Stamos.